the World Wrestling Federation. For over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Hi, this is Justin Roberts, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. Hope you enjoy it. Who wants to walk with Elias? says I just whipped your ass. What's up, Three Count Thursday fans? This is Bill Neville from the New Age Insiders. Now here's Jim, Ryan, Matt, and intern Mark, your hosts of Three Count Thursday. I am the game. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, live here on our Facebook page. This week we have tons to talk about, including everything is shook up. And the greatest Royal Rumble ever is almost upon us. But first, our show is brought to you by QB54, a sponsor of our home network, NGSC Sports. Go to playqb54.com and check out the newest game, taking over backyards and tailgates everywhere, and use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Again, that is playqb54.com. Use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order to get the game that will be sweeping backyards if it ever gets freaking warm, Ryan. Yeah, it's winter. It's winter again. This is uh, there's in- a freeze warning tonight. Yeah, welcome to. Uh, it is April nineteenth. No, that is incorrect, Jim. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, January ninety seven. <laughs> it's uh, it is it is by calendar the ninety seventh day of January. It is by calendar April the nineteenth, twenty eighteen. Where the podcast what calendar were you using? The Mayan calendar? <laughs> I thought that thing was is that even a thing anymore? I actually don't know. I think it ended. Did it end or did it reset? I don't know how that thing worked. All I know is we're still here. We're still in January. So, yeah, and we're still in January. So cold. So if uh, if you're with us and you're warm somewhere and you're following along, Scott says it's sixty five in Seattle. I would Scott. take sixty five. I'm assuming it's raining there. Is though, it so... well, like it ever gets sunny here anymore? That's true. It's been cloudy. It's been windy, and it's been forty for like a week, and it's the middle of April. But you know, it is what it is. Uh, Head over to threecountthursday.com. That's our website. You can uh, see the upcoming independent shows in and around Central PA in the Mid-Atlantic and Northeast region. That's correct. Uh, only one on our uh, calendar this week, and that is the PPW Super Show in Hazleton, PA. Uh, and there's a lot of big names on that. The champion Jack Swagger, of course, will be there, uh, among many others. So, ahead, again, head over to threecountthursday.com and check that out. We actually, though... Tomorrow night, maybe we'll throw a couple of videos from the road or things like that because so Ryan and I, sleeping. <laughs> Ryan and I, are heading to uh, Bethlehem, the Sands Bethlehem Event Center. Uh, really cool venue. I've been there. Have you been there? No, okay. but there's a casino there, right? There is a casino so I should there. Bring some cash. Um, I'm going to try to avoid it, but I we may duck in. Um, but the uh, Sands Bethlehem Events Center, uh, it has uh, NXT Live tomorrow night. So we're going to be checking that out. Um, if uh, if anybody is heading out to that show as well, let us know. Maybe we can, uh, you know, 
catch you, say hi a little bit. Yeah, shake um, some hands, shake one, some uh, And one guest announcement, Ryan. Oh, I don't know about we this. We have a guest announcement coming up uh, in June. In June. That's um, coming up, I hope. <laughs> hope. Maybe it'll be warm by then. Um, but in June, right before the um, PWE show at, in Harrisburg at the Forum, we'll be joined right here, possibly... If if we can get him to re uh, rearrange his flight, oh okay, total alpha TJ Mathis really could That's be joining exciting. us right here in studio. If not, I feel like the last time I saw him, we were beefing a little bit. Him and I, I don't know what you it was and him. About. What'd you do? I don't know. I probably called it like I saw it, and he didn't like that. <sighs> Ryan, I don't know. Why do you always have to start things? I just feel like he feels like he's too big for like his britches he just makes a big deal about himself like he wasn't even on the last pwe show like i don't think that was his fault though right like that was i didn't know i don't want i don't want to upset anybody and piss anybody right off. let's not let's not upset the get well i mean i guess if you want to do it get it out now and maybe we can smooth things over by the time he joins us in in two months maybe maybe again or and it, and, like and it, it might get 60 degrees by the then. 6th of january it might it might be 60 by the time we hit June. What's up, everybody? Thank you guys so much for joining us here on the Facebook app for the Facebook Live video. Um, Give us a like. Ryan feels good when I he when he sees those little them. when he sees those little thumbs ups. I love seeing that. I love seeing tweets to at Big Jim Sports with just the poop emoji. Mm, we're doing that again. I huh? love that. We're doing that again. Of course. Mm. It's okay. great. People people will tweet you and you feel good about yourself and you're like, oh, but it's the poop emoji. That's how it is. Oh, somebody scored. The Capitals scored. Uh, so Jim's going to be in a good mood tonight, so that's cool. Well, well let's. Uh, I think last week at this time when we were on the air, the Capitals were were still uh, winning and then that, they oh, lost in overtime. Two, so uh, they, they can always blow it. They can always blow a good lead in, in the playoffs. That's one thing they're pretty good at. But uh, Cody Mason asks, "When is Matty Max going to be back on the show?" I'm talking with Matt about that. Yeah, we'll have to. Uh, we'll have to talk to our producer Matt. He'll be joining us a little later, so maybe we'll. Uh, you know, we'll we'll. Uh, uh, you know, harass him a little bit about that. Matt will be joining us uh, after the Sixers game, uh, Scotty. Uh, he's not like. I mean, this this is this is what separates host from co-host and producer. Is uh, I mean, I just have the Capitals game on here, but I'm still live. You're here with us on time, right? Apparently, the Sixers are losing. I think. Oh, no. uh, Cat, Scott says no, Matt. He's busy watching the Sixers lose, so that that worries me. That when Matt gets on here, he's going to be going to be angry. A, a bag of grumbly, upset poop. <laughs> Charlie says, too sweet, too sweet, whoop, whoop. And uh, Lee, hello, how are you tonight? Thank you for joining us. Lee Swigert checking in. Um, we want to give our best wishes to former guest and, and friend of the show, uh, Lufisto. Yes. Uh, had surgery this week and is uh, you know is on a journey to kick cancer's ass. Uh, if I'm cancer, I, usually you pick the wrong fight because um, you know, she had surgery this week and she's on the mend and we want to give our best wishes out to her. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And uh, and and unfortunately, Ryan, we 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 start tonight um, on a, on a bit of a sad note. Yesterday, yeah. uh, Bruno San Martino, I mean the guy who pretty much uh, changed wrestling, um, you know, a, a, as it was one of the biggest names and, and most mm -hmm. landmark superstars ever in this business, passed away yesterday, April eighteenth, at the age of eighty two. Uh, he had been hospitalized uh, for a few months. Um, and you know no official word on on what exactly it was with at least that i saw so i don't want to speculate on it um again 82 years old 
last night at their uh, house show in Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, the WWE did uh, hold a 10-bell salute um, in honor of Bruno. Uh, he was PWI's Wrestler of the Year back in 1974. He was PWI's Inspirational Wrestler of the Year in 1976. He is a two-time WWF International Tag Team Champ, once with Dominic DiNucci, once with Tony Marino. He was a WWF uh, United States Tag Champion with Spiros Arion. Uh, he is a two-time WWF World Heavyweight Champion for a total of 4,040 days. His first reign was the record 2,803 days. Um, and for those that don't do math, that is 7.68 years. Right. 400, for 4,040 days, that's well over 11 years. Yeah. In two reigns. Two reigns. I mean, obviously, the business very different back then, and... and um, you know, they obviously didn't have like a weekly TV show sure. and, and things like that. Um, and, and, you know, even, even the way shows were booked, um, you know, the champion, it, it was, you know, something you would almost kind of compare to, um, like, like a boxing where, you know, your, your, your champion or your, your even your, your superstars as a whole at times would almost be booked as, um, you know, not not every time it came through. So, right. um, but still, I mean, seven point six eight years obviously is Unreal. something that uh, we'll we'll never see again. Ever. <laughs> I mean, Ever. CM Punk's uh, was a four hundred something when it was over over a year long reign, right? Uh, um, where he's there every week. Obviously, Brock Lesnar's held the title for for over a year now, um, but he, he's not there in and out every week like that. Uh, you know, the Punk reign was probably the longest you're going to see. I think for for a WWE yeah. title um in 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 modern times. Um of course WWE uh honored Bruno with a bronze statue a few years back. He was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 2013, the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame in 96 and the International Sports Hall of Fame uh in 2013. It's obviously a a mark that um you know well, that he left on this business uh and and in immeasurable ways and i and i know he tweeted it out after uh you know triple h you know posted about uh you know how he was i think it was i think he said he was completely shocked or gutted something along that lines and i said i actually tweeted like a response to triple h and, mm-hmm. it, and it as a like thank you to triple h for you know bridging the gap sure and yeah. and getting bruno back um you know, to to the WWE where where he belonged, and he was able to be honored. Um, uh, you know, because yeah, he 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 hadn't been you know for a long time. So, um, you know, I, I tweeted that out. But I, I, I if we if everything is working properly, right? Uh, I I believe we have a guest on Andy Weinberg joining us, and um, you know, Andy, are you with us? I am here. Andy Weinberg is with you live. How you guys doing? Good, Andy. Thank you for calling. Because for Ryan and I, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we we can read history, and um, you know, we know from a fan standpoint uh, what Bruno. Ryan, by the way, can't read anything because I look at his desk on here. It's certainly not big enough, even for a book. <laughs> Most certainly Sorry. not. We'll uh, we'll work it into the budget for this year to get Ryan a uh, a bigger desk. <laughs> but uh, 
you know, for for us as fans, you know, we we know the mark that that Bruno left, but but you you have a little more uh, personal connection with him, Andy, and and that's why we're we're happy you could uh, join us here tonight and and kind of just give you this the the open floor to to talk about your experiences and and, and the Bruno that you knew. Well, I, I can tell you a couple of things about the Bruno that I know in just a minute, but first I just want to say there is nobody that should be on a Mount Rushmore of wrestling. The first person on that Mount Rushmore wrestling has got to be Bruno San Martino. Hands down, without a doubt, no questions asked. There wouldn't be the wrestling that you have today. And I know this new generation of fans may not know who he is or have seen some of his work, but with the network and YouTube and so many different mm-hmm. types of social media that are out there, fans get the opportunity now to do so. But Bruno San Martino, like you guys said, held that belt longer than anybody else probably ever will. Mm-hmm. He sold out Madison Square Garden. And this was back in the days when the WWWF and WWF would run Madison Square Garden, guys. It wasn't once every six months. It was every single month. Right. Imagine that every single month, 188 straight sellouts <sighs> as the main event. Nobody will ever do that again. No, I mean, that that, that number and, and, and that stat is is almost, like, unfathomable to, to, to something now. I mean... Uh, events that that are at Madison Square Garden, not even wrestling events, but you know, sporting events, concerts. There, there's things that that come there, you know, once you know, once every couple of years that don't sell out the Garden. And and, and for for you know him and and wrestling to to do that um, is is really un, unfathomable in in 2018. And I can tell you guys that the. Um, first sellout at Madison Square Garden in the history of the garden, whether it be a basketball game, hockey game, uh, anything, the first sellout, the history of the garden was Bruno Sammartino versus Nikolai Volkov, who was going by the name of Beppo Mongol at that time. Nikolai, as you guys know, happens to be my trainer, my mentor, and mm-hmm. one of my best friends. Um, and that's how I got to know Bruno San Martino and his entire family. But that's enough, that's a story for another day. But today I just want to say you're talking about a man that had a past that was born in Italy. The man was a survivor of German occupation. I encourage everyone to look this up. And he came here to America with a dream. And it wasn't something that came by him honestly. I mean, it came by him, honestly. It didn't come by easy. The man worked, mm-hmm. worked, and worked. He was the hardest working man in professional wrestling. But when you put him in that ring, he became a beast. But when you took him out, the one thing about Bruno San Martino is he was the nicest man you could ever meet. He res- had respect. Anybody that's ever been in the ring with that man had his respect. When I see the veterans coming up to him, the, the young guys coming up to him, even last year at WrestleMania, I got to spend three days with him there. The amount of respect that Bruno San Martino would get was unparalleled to anybody else that was in that building. Everybody from Triple H, Vince McMahon, you name them, the respect that he received 
bar none, was simply, number one, deserving, and number two, amazing to see. Yeah, no, I I, I saw a uh, a tweet from it was somebody who has a, a radio show I think at at Sirius yesterday, and they they said, you know, their 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 first day ever at Sirius, they were still kind of deer in the headlights, and they were the the interview guest that they were supposed to have on uh, had canceled, and and somebody I guess, um, you know, not not well, not super personally said, um, you know, I kind of know Bruno San Martino, and. You know, they, they got him on, he was on for a couple of minutes and, uh, you know, and he, and he had to go, he, he just had a short time. And then like a week later, while they were on the air, Bruno had actually come to the studio and they didn't know he was coming, just showed up and, and sat there. Uh, it was right near the end of their show and just sat and talked to them. I think they said for, for a couple of hours, um, you know, because he said he felt bad that he only had a couple minutes with them the, the week prior and, you know, just and I've seen countless stories of things like that, and and you know he just he definitely seemed, um, by all accounts, a guy that just loved people and and was a a nice, you know, a, a nice great man. Like everybody, everybody can talk about the wrestling, uh, you know, accomplishments, but but to talk about the man, I, I've never once seen, and especially obviously over the last uh, you know twenty four hours or so, have not seen anything that would suggest anything but one of the most genuine people in the entire world a lot of times in professional wrestling and i'm sure you guys would vouch for it i'm i can definitely vouch for it you meet really nice people but you meet others sometimes with bigger egos Mm -hmm. than others especially unfortunately the independent scene right bruno san martino hands down accomplished more than anybody that in in my opinion in the professional wrestling business. I mean, there's the rock and Ric Flair and Hogan, Austin Michaels, but just as much. So is Bruno San Martino. Bruno San Martino never had an ego. Bruno San Martino was an old school man's man that knew that he had everything for one reason, because the fans that bought tickets to come see him, that's what made Bruno San Martino the man that he is. And he also appreciated that coming here with nothing and earning the living that he had in America. Oh, I'm sure. And, and, you know, the things that, you know, he saw and experienced and and the things that he obviously had to work for, you know, harder than, uh, most, most, if not all, uh, really that, that were his peers, uh, in in the industry. Um, Andy, in, in, in any, and again, we, we appreciate the call and, um, you know, we, we'd, we'd love to be able to sit down with you and, and, you know, hear more stories and things like that. And, you know, maybe it'll be one of those, like set a microphone in a room and just, uh, you know, tell, tell some tales. Um, any, any other thoughts tonight? Any, any, uh, is there any one particular story maybe that stands out to you about, about Bruno before we let you go? Um, there's a lot of them, but and they'll all be told down the road, but I just want to say, you know, guys, thanks for having me on. And next time you guys hear this voice, it will be the winner. <laughs> well, that is uh, that is good to hear, Andy. Again, I, I thank you, and and you know, you knew him personally. Um, you know, when when we found out about this, I immediately thought about people that uh, did know him personally, and and our our thoughts are with all of you. Um, you know, right now because it, it it it's tough from a business standpoint, but to to know the man personally, um, you know, you you guys were the lucky ones. 
Thanks, guys. And make sure you get Ryan a bigger desk the so next time we can. I might have to come in there and bring him a desk. Yeah. We'll bring him a bigger table. <laughs> All right. Build we'll me it. something. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks again, Andy. Take care, guys. Hey, thank you, Andy. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's really obvious that Bruno impacted a lot of people. I have a lot of wrestling friends on social media. And uh, my Facebook page was like a memorial to yeah. Bruno Sammartino. I mean, it was... I mean, people passed away. We've seen people pass away in wrestling sure, before. But, sure. I mean, it was... I feel like every single independent pro wrestler that I'm friends with and professional wrestler that, that may have been on the Ring of Honor or, or something higher than that even have was posting. I mean, yeah, thank you, Bruno. Was, thank, uh... Pictures with Bruno. Thank you so much. Like, everybody that's interacted with Bruno to, to what Andy Weinberg had said was just so humble and so like welcoming and you could see like a genuine smile in Bruno San Martino with every picture that I looked at when he when he got to meet these other, you know, wrestlers and, you know, aspiring independent stars, things like that that it, it really the spoke only, to his character. The only day that that I can compare it to and it, it was still different, um b- because, you know, the the, the two you know, people were different, and their their careers and all of that were different. Um, but the only day that I, I can really compare it to, in in, in terms, of, I think of really seeing the way things blew up was was when when Piper, Piper passed away. Yeah. Um, and, and maybe you know that was because we had we had just met him, we had just seen him in, in Lancaster a couple months prior, and we were you know we were really new, kind of you know in our independent you know journey and, and things like that, right. and, you know, around the indie scene. Um, but that and, one definitely struck a chord. You know, that one people. struck a chord. You know, but, but uh, you know, this one, you know, this one it felt it felt a little different too. Because again, you know, I didn't I didn't grow up watching Correct. Bruno. Right. Um, but the the closer I get to this business and to people in this business, um, and we've talked about it on the show, we've talked about it off the air. I love this. I love this business more. I love wrestling so much more now. Than I ever thought I could have. Yep, I agree. And you know, and we, you know, we we joke, we have fun, obviously, about me being a WWE shell. Um, <laughs> who who jokes about that? <laughs> thanks. Um, but like, you know, I you know we we go to we go to indie shows whether we're working at them or we're just going to them as fans. You know, like tomorrow night we're going to see NXT. Um, you know, like this week at work, like. It's it's just been a shit week, right? It's a great escape for at us at work, and like, I don't care if I get two hours of sleep tonight because I know I got to be in the office at seven a.m. tomorrow, which is an hour and a half ahead of time um, from a, from a normal start. But like, I don't care how tired I am, I'm gonna come out of NXT like feeling like just like recharged because I love this business, man. But like this one, this one felt different because all the people that I've met, you know, seeing their uh, you know their condolences. The way it affected them, yeah. It 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 it's changed how it, it is. It's changed how I I look at wrestling, and I, I think agree. that's the like the best way to say it. And and I think Andy has a great point that I feel like Bruno's name doesn't always come up. In no, the it doesn't. Unfortunately, conversation. Um, and and then we named like the Ric Flair and the Rock and Stone Cold. Hulk Hogan. Those guys are all are all people that transcended professional wrestling into a more pop culture reference, right? Um, with movies or, or TV or whatever it was their personality. Um, Bruno stands alone for his wrestling. Like, right? He was an athlete. I mean, the living legend speaks for itself. But but he's absolutely right that you. I don't think can construct a proper 
Mount Rushmore of wrestling and not at least include Bruno in that conversation. And I feel like a lot of people don't because he didn't maybe have that pop culture standout right. that that somebody like Hulk Hogan or, or somebody did. Yeah, and, and and I'm not saying Hogan doesn't belong on oh, that. No, 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 not at all. But um, Andy's absolutely right that Bruno does. Right, I mean, he, he, you know. What were the Hall of Fame? WWE Hall of Fame. Hall, WWE Hall of Fame in 2013, the International Sports Hall of Fame in 2013, year, right. and the Wrestling Observer Hall of Fame in 96. The Worldwide Wrestling Alliance Hall of Fame in 2008, the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame and Museum Class of 2002. Wow, I mean yeah, the guys I mean, just right count like countless accolades, and yeah, those were just some of the ones, um, you know that that I just pulled up. They, they were obviously more, um, you know, just a, just a complete legend in the business. Like I said, I, I'm happy, um, you know that that Triple H was able to you know kind of get that door back open and, and get Bruno back in there, and he was able to be recognized, you know, by the company. Um, that and, and he got the recognition he deserved. Absolutely. Um, you know, and and yeah, like to the Mount Rushmore thing, um, you know, I, people get hung up because there's 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 four spots, you know. So it's got right. what's well, got to be Hogan and it's got to be Flair. Well, then is it like Rock and Austin? Is it like well, like does the Undertaker go on there? Like you you start to, but who's the who's one of the four heads that's on Mount Rushmore? George Three, Washington, Washington, the first one. Right. You know, like you know, so you you you're not gonna have. Hogan and Flair and Austin and The Rock and The Undertaker and all of that. If you don't have a Bruno, correct. You know, so and, you're I'm, saying it should probably look like Bruno, and then Sugar Shane Helms, <laughs> Evan Courageous, and Shannon Moore. There we be, go. Would be the sounds Mount about Rushmore sounds wrestling. about right to Bruno me. Bruno and yeah. three count. Bruno and three count. Um, but yeah, uh, again, our, our thoughts to you know, everybody, everybody who knew him, everybody who's um, you know been been impacted. By him, Bruno San Martino passing away yesterday at the age uh, of 82. Just a couple of uh, notes to tie a bow on this. Charlie says the uh, the Knicks wish they could get a sellout. Period. I mean, think about that. In oh, sure. You know, I mean, you know, that, that's basketball. you know, that's that's funny and kind of tongue in cheek, but it's true. But it's absolutely true. Um, Scott says Vince wishes Roman Reigns would be as popular as Bruno. He's absolutely right. I mean, I don't know why Vince wouldn't wish that. Right. I you mean. Know. I, I think you know uh, Vince McMahon, the business owner, would want every right. one of his superstars to be, uh, you know, to be that popular Scott and to mean that, that much. Jim is a WWE show and a capital show. Guilty. Scott says we should do the air guitar with Kyle O'Reilly tomorrow night. We absolutely will. Oh, Luke, yeah, come on. Lou says, "How the hell can you mention Nick? Not mention Nicholas when mentioning Mount Rushmore." Of pro wrestling, <laughs> Nicholas. They're oh, still turning geez. that, uh, yeah, turning that to you. Scott says not to sound awful, but why didn't Triple H mend fences with China like he did with Bruno? Um, I, w- I would think it would have happened, but with China passing away, yeah. I, um, I still think there's a spot for her in the WWE Hall of Fame. Yeah, I think she'll get to the Hall of Fame eventually. But again, I, I think her passing was sudden. Uh, you know, she she passed away in her f- what forties. Uh, I don't know the exact date, but she was in her forties. Um, you know, so unfortunately they didn't have the, that chance. I mean, we said it when warrior passed, you know, that, that the WWE, you know, had, had mended that fence right. just at the right time. And not that they're on bad terms. That's why I said when the hall of fame came up, 
I'm I'm shocked that Vader didn't go in either last year or this year. Right when they had the opportunity. Right um, now, I know he I did mean, have heart on, surgery. He's, he's kind he's of on, on the, the man. I mean, it's, right it's, now a little it, bit. It, it, there. I mean, it is still a a upward climb a bit, but right. you know, hopefully, that heart surgery is touchy. Um, it, it is. I mean, it, you know, especially when when you're talking about a guy that was given two years to live. Um, you know, what a year and a half ago. So. Right. Right. Um, you know, it, it's I I just. I think there's there's too many opportunity or not opportunities too many times that the the WWE unfortunately, um, you know has to, you know kind of play the, uh, you know un- unfortunately you know you know they they aren't here to, uh, you know be recognized you know before they passed away, uh, sort of a thing. The New Age Insiders, uh, you know, we have the clip on our intro, uh, Bill Neville, but but those guys, if you haven't checked out the New Age Insiders, make sure you do that. Yes. Tell them we, uh, we, we, we sent you to check them out. They are, are one of the, the absolute best that do kind of what, what we do. And, and, you know, if I'm, you know, if I'm going to pat them on the back for a minute, I think they probably do it even a little better than us. Um, so but, Jim is a WWE shill and a NAI shill, absolutely a capital show and an NAI show. NAI show. But um, <laughs> you know they they were talking about like does you know Bruno's passing you know kind of make the WWE uh, and and Vince kind of o- open the door quicker to Hulk Hogan getting back in like you know it, it, you know, they don't want to kind of get into this situation where um, you know something happens to Hogan and you know he's been cut out. Of the I last agree. couple of years right. of his life, and um, you know, and, and, I mean, it, I thought it was an interesting point because, um, you know, you you don't know. I mean, these guys lived hard lives. I mean, they brought up Ric Flair, who, um, you know, almost passed away and looks dramatically older, yes, than he did before he was hospitalized yes, last year. Yes, um, you know that the these guys are not getting any younger, and not to be morbid. It's not being morbid; it's being realistic. I think, right? You know, look at look at Triple H, and that's one they brought up as well. But like Triple H is not, you know, the same, uh, you know, clean faced, uh, youthful guy running around crotch chopping. Right. He's he's shaved his head bald because he's corporate. I mean, and he looks like a forty nine year old man. At the same time, we're not nearly as limber as we were ten years ago <laughs> either. Like. I don't know. I don't know. I don't right. want to say athletic because that's maybe not the point here. But I don't think limber is the right word for us either. I don't know. Uh, agile? I don't, I don't know. Agile? What, maybe I'm getting, Do you know what any of these words mean? I don't know. I, words I read are them. Difficult. I read them in magazines. No, but I mean, the, the older you get, it, it, you know, you are, again, not to be morbid. I mean, you, you are, the, the end is out there somewhere. But, you know, right. as you get up in age, um, it's it's getting closer theoretically i mean obviously th- terrible things can happen yes. or whatever but um you know theoretically as as time goes along you know it, it is what it is so you know i i would hope that the wwe would maybe uh you know mend fences while they can with with those that they need to right uh lee checked in he said uh it was an honor to uh to finally have met bruno san martino back in uh Oh five, they said he chatted for like five minutes, which is awesome to think. Like, wow. you know, I have I have an actual conversation. He said his grandmother, who introduced him to professional wrestling when when Lee was five, wow, said that um, that Hogan is good, but he's no Bruno. So nice. that that that's kind of a way to, to look yeah. at it, and then that should put your entire Mount Rushmore conversation. Well, listen, I know into- listener listener Devin yesterday had had commented that. Um, he had met, he had met Bruno right. uh, like five years ago. Yeah, 
Um, and, and I think even got his picture with him, I think he said. I so, so. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there, there's countless stories. You continue to share them here or, or what have you. But, uh, you know, we appreciate that. We're going to we're gonna keep keep the show. Let me let me just tie a bow on this. Charlie yeah, said, uh, when, listen to Charlie, said fences needed to be amended with a lot of former talent. Uh, and you see Hunter really doing that. And he's got a great point with, with Jeff Jarrett. I mean, there's one right there. Sure. Jim Cornette. Yeah. Um, we, we've seen that uh, fence being mended. Um, hopefully one day he says uh, CM Punk and Owen Hart's family, and I can't agree with both of them even more. Yeah, yeah, Scott, absolutely. Scott, because uh, we're talking Hall of Fame, Scott asks, will Vince Russo be in the WWE Hall of Fame? Absolutely not. He I will not, not be. He it. should be. And here's the thing. I I despise Vince Russo. Despise? I think I think the guy, um, you know, took his 10 minutes of fame as a, like- as a writer, and, and it holds on to that. Like, it's the greatest thing that ever happened. And don't get me wrong, that time in the business, absolutely fun as hell. And I'm never going to discredit the Attitude Era. And I'm, not, I'm never going to discredit the the product that Vince Russo wrote. But, you know, he, he, he talks about ratings and he talks about things. Like, he talks about wrestling like it's 1996. Today. The world is so different now, yes. Vince. Like, get it through your skull. Um, and the, the, the pettiness and the stupidity that comes out of that guy is is absolutely ridiculous um but he should be in the hall of fame okay like there are so many people that should be in the hall of fame before him in my opinion long before him bro i mean it's hard because he's a writer right you know what I mean? So, like that, 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 it does open up an, an interesting, you know, I mean, dialogue. He's also a former WCW champion. Oh, that he is, um, bro, bro. But I, I don't know. Like, the, the, and that's the sad thing is I don't know if there's a WWE today if Vince Russo wasn't there when he was there. Well, let me ask you this then: Is there a WCW? Today, if there was a Vince, or there wasn't a Vince Russo in WCW when there was, um, so I think that's that could. Fit I don't. Both I don't ways. think so. I mean, here's the thing: Vince Russo in the WCW did not help. Uh, okay, but I think the I WCW think- and 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 it, like I know you didn't listen. I don't think to any of the Shivani podcast, but the the I didn't listen. I don't listen frequently. It depends on what they're covering. But I know, like when it was, they were talking about like the death of WCW. Right, that company was going to die anyway. Yeah, Time Warner you know, AOL was not, done. With ten million dollar, anyway. ten million dollar contracts to Bret Hart, and just just throwing money at you know national. They they were just throwing money to get guys away from the WWE. Correct. They weren't shy about right, it. They were Eventually, defense. that runs out. Sure. Uh, you know, and and like you know, Ted Turner kind of got sick of wrestling. AO, the AOL Time Warner uh, buyout uh, of Turner. All those things contributed. Vince Russo didn't help. Um, Charlie asked, "Does Jim Johnston belong in the Hall of Fame before Vince Russo?" In my opinion, uh, yeah, I would say before Vince Russo, bro. Um, but yeah, Jim Johnston absolutely does. But Hell, if, Scott, I would put Meltzer in before I would put. No, Meltzer never Vince worked Russo. for the WWE. Uh, yeah, that's you fair. know what I mean. That's fair. Like, I mean, you know, the, you, people have opinions about Meltzer good bad or indifferent but you know he, he jim I, is not a Meltzer mark 
I thought I, I retweeted something of his yesterday. Well, he, he called out a fact or something. Which I get what he with... was doing. And as and as a, a person who studied journalism and whatever, I, I understand the point that, you know, that you know, a, a stat about the sellouts right. at Madison Square Garden was being reported by people incorrectly. And he's like, as Bruno's friend, you know, th- that number is not correct. And I'm just like I think there's a time and place to and do I, that. I, I think my I think my my uh my retweet said uh you, you know somebody you p- retweeted somebody else who retweeted him, I believe. So I don't think you directly retweeted Meltzer. No, I retweeted Meltzer. Oh, okay. Um I saw multiple other people with kind of the yes, same, the same, menti- uh, right. same mentality. I said some along the you know, past the tissues. This uh, this tribute was touching or something, something like along, that. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a time and place, man. Like two hours after you know, after the news breaks, the guy's passing. I don't think is it whether you're he did double down and, on it though, and he's like, the oh, media's, absolutely, the media's covering if you're going to send something like that, you you almost have to. Uh, fair, double down on it. Yeah. It is what it is. Um, again, Matt will be joining us here in just a couple of minutes. The Capitals are up four to one with twenty six point two left. I don't think even they can blow this. I one. don't think so. I think the Sixers might have lost. Ooh. So, so Matt may not be calling. We may not, we don't Matt we don't, don't even know if we're going to get Matt if we they don't know uh, he's, if they lost. But he is not raising the cat tonight. He is, he is not raising the cat. Yeah, that is uh, that is not good. Um, <laughs> Scott, we were just talking about Meltzer. Uh, Scott said he tweeted Meltzer. And asked him what we did to deserve Mahal versus Orton again, <laughs> and his tweet back was that they boo- they booed Reigns and they must be punished. So that was that was Meltzer's response. You know, the the guy can have some fun. He's, oh, the Sixers won. The Sixers won. We said the Sixers won. Say what? Oh, so we, he did raise the cat. He ra- raising the cat. Raise shave How the about cat. It? Shave the cat. Raise the cat. Belittle the cat? I don't know. What are we doing? Kick the baby. It's uh, not my fault. No, no. It's not my fault. It's, well, it's not Snitsky's fault. It might be your fault. It might be. Snitsky pulling my, almost pulling my chair out of PWE last oh, time. That scaring was, the holy that was hell so out of good. me. Um, that was fun. That was not fun, for the record. Uh, I thought I was going down. I really did. I thought I was done for um, <laughs> But And they weren't the sturdiest of chairs. Like, we're big fellas. It was like those, like, you know, like the plastic folding chairs that you get at, like, you know, backyard like uh, like picnics under a tent, like yes. you know, like yeah. rent a center pla- right. That's what they were. They were not sturdy. They were screaming when we sat down. Right. With them. You know, I'm like, I think even Matt was like, God, I don't know about these guys. Luckily, I looked over right before the show started, and there was two like solid, sturdy metal like banquet chairs. Banquet that banquet uh, beer that uh, that I was like uh, that I went over and I, I grabbed your chair, grabbed my chair. And, and swapped them out, and Matt was like looking at me, and I was like, "Sorry, man. Clearly, we need these. Right, more you're than clearly you. the smallest. We of the need three these of us. more than you. Uh, uh, so uh, apparently, I was dead wrong. I'm sorry, everybody. Sixers did one. Everybody's correcting me. Oh uh, no, Sixers won. So I was wrong. I'm sorry. I will never say that again. So Matt should be in a good mood when he calls in. Should, but no, I. He, but he Sh- should be. No, but right? he, he raised the cat. No, but they lost. You said they didn't lose. I was wrong. Okay, so they won. Matt, they won. And Matt's with and it. Matt Ryan, just stop. The just stop it. He's raised the process just... and he's trusting the cats. Matt, did they win or they did they lose? I can't even tell with Ryan anymore. The Sixers won. The Sixers won. Thank God. The Flyers lost yesterday. That was yesterday, that was yesterday. and the Capitals oh, won today. To be expected. Well, I and mean, yeah, that that oof. right. 
So the Capitals and the so we know the Capitals won. The Flyers lost. The Sixers won. Matt, what about that last Eagles game? Do you remember who won that? First, uh, I'm trying to think. It was like two months ago, but I feel like the Eagles won. Was that the Eagles? Is that the one the Eagles won there? I that, think that... they did. They beat the Patriots, right? I thought it was in Minnesota, though. Breaking news: Fuck you both. Uh, I don't hey, know. The I just Phillies won today too. <laughs> Did they? The Phillies won. How about that? I'm pretty sure the Orioles probably won. I need lost. you to look at the screen here. Charlie's spelling something for you. Nope, not doing it. Not doing it. You can oh, do it. Oh God damn it! Scott jumped in the middle of the G and the L. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate. Block. Dez is block. going. But <laughs> sorry, sorry. Producer says you're blocked. No, we're not going to block you. Um, but uh, he says Dez going to the Giants could be. <laughs> so we have E A G. Dez is going to the Giants. L E S Eagles. <laughs> So, if either of you are on, t- are on Twitter, you need to see my last retweet because it's wrestling and Sixers related, which is like the best of both worlds. Ooh, for me. the best of both worlds. All right, I, I should uh, I should pull it up. Um, Matt, we had a request to uh, to do something with Maddie Max again, whether it's like a, a maybe a Facebook or a, or a three count Thursday exclusive or a write up or something like that, but. Uh, I forget the gentleman's name was asking when she's going to be back and he can get more Maddie Max from Three Count Thursday. <laughs> oh, okay. I can reach out. All right. So that's uh, – who is that pushing Dwayne Wade's face into Joel Embiid's ass? Like it's a, it's a Rikishi, Vince McMahon, The Rock. But who is the – who, who is it's over ben the Rock? Ben Simmons is pushing okay. Dwayne Wade into – Joel Embiid. Okay. Joel Embiid. He's got that Mankind mask going on, man. What's up with that? I love it. Phantom it's, of the process. It's it's uh, it's <laughs> Phantom of the process. I like that. That's, that That's pretty good. You don't you don't you don't hear me like being cheerful about Philadelphia team successes very often, or like talking about basketball in general. So right, which is, like, is which is odd in and of itself. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it's the hell is going on. Uh, I guess it's just been one of those weeks, but uh, well, the Caps won. You're in a good mood today. Well, yeah, that that helps as well. No, a guy a guy at work yesterday um, after the Caps had won uh, game three and goes, "Yeah, I bet you were pretty nervous about that one." I was like, "Well, I mean, kinda. You know, obviously when you get into overtime, double overtime, you get a little nervous." Sure. Uh, but, Thanks for fun hockey, though. Like, oh, as not absolutely. a Capitals fan, I loved watching that game after SmackDown. Oh yeah, because I was totally sucked in, and I had to watch it to the conclusion. Yeah, that happens. That happens a lot. That's why Jim doesn't get a lot of sleep during the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. But uh, I said, no, no, this is this well, is lucky for Flyers fans. We get to go to bed early because it's usually done by like <laughs> the second or the first. <laughs> I say, like, you guys, your dinner was still warm. I first think, intermission. When, oh, when this the, one's done. Um, but I, I, I said. You know, this is this is all just normal for the, for the Capitals. I fully anticipate, um, you know, the Capitals. You know, I, well, I actually said that they would even the series. So it's going to go back to Washington two two. They're going to lose Game Five at home game five. on Saturday afternoon. So they'll be down three two. Backs three against two. the wall. They're going to go back into Columbus. They're going to kick their ass. Right. They probably win like they're going to do it for the Gipper five to one, five to two, maybe. You know, just kick the shit out of Columbus. You know, uh, there in Game Six, and then come home. You got everything going for you. You got the momentum. You got the home crowd. All of that. that. And then they're gonna they're probably gonna lose like twenty six seconds left in triple overtime when I'm just on edge enough that I won't be able to sleep after it's over and I'll probably destroy my living room. So probably. 
I'm assuming so really uh, like the the exact opposite of what you wanted. Like you wanted a long drawn out series from Flyers Pens, and that's going to be over tomorrow. Right. And then, and right. Then the, the Caps and Blue Jackets are just grueling three overtime games in the first three. Yeah, and they're going to be exhausted by the time they get to the Pens. Yeah, it will just uh, it will absolutely just rip my soul out once again because that's that is a springtime tradition. Yeah. Jim's heart gets ripped out by the Washington Capitals. <laughs> a uh, tradition like no other. That, that is very true. Everybody, so people think it's the Masters. No, the Capitals ripping my it's soul out uh, is is actually what that is. And then, you know, the Penguins will probably go do Penguin things in the springtime and just rub it in. And win, win the Stanley Cup for the third year in a row. Yeah, yeah. And, that, that's right. I didn't even want to say it because I didn't want to throw up on my microphone. So, uh, <laughs> so that's uh, that's that. Now, uh, so, so Frank asked us real quick. Do you remember what Yelton Warrior said about Bobby Heenan and Rick Rude? Uh, he's speaking of SummerSlam 1990 out of Philly, which is probably one of my favorite SummerSlams. Oh shit! But I don't remember what he was talking about. Hold on. Now it's um, it'd be Warrior. It was probably something like blah, 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 or whatever the Warrior. No, would it, always it, speak it of. was a joke, and it, and it makes me laugh. And I, 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 I love the promo. Um. It it was what is Bobby Rude? No, nope, Bobby Rude. Bobby Heenan glorious. and Rick Rude uh, have in common with, with the, the Liberty, Liberty Bell. Bell, right? Okay. One is cracked, the other is a ding dong. Is that what it was? I think that's okay. what it was. Something, okay, yes, yes. Be, yeah, have him confirm with us because yes. I didn't want to look at the uh, the video comments because I, I I thought if I worked through it, you worked through it. No, it it would. Uh, but it, I did I did not mean Bobby Rude. Uh, Scott says Crosby will merp. Ovechkin again, Jim. That's what Scott says. Uh, that's you know what? Block him. Please see. That's what it was. Um, that's two votes. Deciding factor. Yeah. That sorry, majority rules, man. This is how we go. Majority the host rules. Well, I know I know my place around uh, here. All right, I gotta I gotta make note of when you said that. Yeah, that's fair. Um but uh this past week, of course, in the uh WWE was the uh the shake up. We don't play enough we don't Taylor play, Swift. We don't play enough Tay-Tay on this oh, show. On this show. Um, well, I, I, now that Tim is on his Frank way... Frank said you are correct, so good job, Jim. Now that Tim's on his way back from the land down under... Is he um, really? I think so. His his videos confused me because I thought he was on his way back, and then... But he just posted a video about like him showing up and he goes to the grocery store. He was like in Melbourne. Yeah. So I, I have no idea. But I thought, I think we're, we're close to the 40-day time frame um, that uh, that Tim should be back soon, and, and maybe we'll get him here in studio with us. Scott says, can I have a signed poster if the Flyers come back versus the Penguins in the playoff? Scott, I don't know what poster you'd want, but if the Flyers can make a sure. comeback, I, and I'm sure Matt will co-sign this, will purchase some sort of poster, we'll sign it and send it to you. Just as a Absolutely. thank God for for writing the uh, for you Scott writing the ship of the Philadelphia Flyers. That was easy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll we'll all sign it. Um, all right. The- Lee, Lee's trying to get us back to wrestling. Lee says he thinks SmackDown has the better of the two shows. This is what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, we're going to talk about this now. Um, right now. Right now. Right now. <laughs> Raw. Monday Night Raw in the Superstar Shake-Up got from SmackDown Live, Jinder Mahal, Sunil Singh, The Riot Squad, uh, Zack Ryder, Breezango, Natalia, Mojo Rawley, 
Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Mike Kanellis, The Ascension, Bobby Roode, and Chad Gable. They also got from NXT, Drew McIntyre, and free agents Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Before you hit what SmackDown got from Raw, um, what was your what's the what's the best and the worst that Raw got? So first off, I thought watching Raw, I'm like, God, they just totally rated SmackDown. There's no way SmackDown's going to be able to recover because they're losing so many heels. Right. It was it like was great. Was like so watching watching Twitter on Monday. Man, it, I played right along. I'm like KO and Sami Zayn are huge. The, in my the reaction from people was oh, SmackDown's dead. Just kill SmackDown. Right. Right. Like, it, it was, I mean, as much as I'm not a huge gender fan, like that's a huge that's a heel, big heel to remove from there. Ziggler. The Riot Squad, I thought, had a really good spot on SmackDown, mm-hmm. the land of opportunity. Um, so the best one, I think, uh, probably Baron Corbin. I think it gives him a whole fresh mid-card to kind of run through. We can see where he belongs then within the company um, because I think he can stand alone in the mid-card of SmackDown. So let's see what he can do over on Raw. Um, Chad Gable, I think, is one I don't really love uh, to see that they get broke up. Plus, they put him on the brand with Jason Jordan. And that bothers me. That worries me a little bit. Okay, but my hope there is when he comes back from injury, they just put American Alpha back together. They forget the whole Kurt Angle. If Angles. they do that, I'm fine. The whole with Kurt it. Angle's my daddy thing. Just forget about it. Ignore that it ever happened, and just go back to American Alpha because that's all we want under those guys anyway. If that's what happens, then I'm totally <laughs> At fine. At least that's my hope. Totally fine if that's what happens. Matt, what was your so in terms of in terms of best? I think the clear standout for me was Owens and Zane because I'm a huge fan of both of them. I think that the whole storyline that they've had going through with the free agency thing and now on to Raw, I think they can do a lot on Raw. I know they've been there before, so it's like the back and forth thing. But still, I mean, when those two are in the ring, I'm always invested in that, no matter what they're doing. Right. In terms of negative, and this isn't a shot at Natty. You know, you know I, I know I give her shit Bullshit. all the time. But, but I think in terms of what they can do with Natty, it makes more sense for her to be on SmackDown. Moving her to Raw, where they already have like their top people established in storylines, it's just she's just going to get buried, I think. And for as much as I might not like her on the mic, she is still very good in the ring. And I think it makes more sense to keep her on SmackDown where there's more opportunity for her to be in a storyline where she can showcase her talent in the ring rather than, you know, wherever she's going to end up on Raw. Yeah, because here's here's the women's rosters Okay, post-shakeup. On Raw, you have Nia Jax, Alexa Bliss, Alicia Fox, Bailey, Dana Brooke, Ember Moon, Liv Morgan, Mickey James, Natalia, Ronda Rousey, Ruby Riot. Sarah Logan, Sasha Banks. SmackDown, you have Carmella, Asuka, Becky Lynch, Billy Kay, Charlotte Flair, Lana, Mandy Rose, Maurice, Naomi, Nikki Bella, Peyton Royce, Sonya Deville, Tamina Snuka, Zelina Vega. I think... To me, no. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I agree with you, Matt. I, I think that the SmackDown women's roster would fit Natty better. I, I don't think Natty fits into... I'm not going to lie. Natty Nia Jax kind of interests me. Like, I feel like if there's anybody that can give Nia Jax a, a run for her money... now they're both faces, though, at least currently. Natty's a face? 
Yeah, I don't even a, know what she's Natty aligned is. with. Uh, Ronda uh, with Rousey? with Ronda Rousey's. That's right. Now I yeah. See that that whole thing just doesn't fit with me. Like they could well, have gone a number of directions with Ronda. Like they have a few people in the business that have like MMA backgrounds. Do you think they're it's just? I think everybody realizes how much people take into like women training um, and doing things. And Ronda Rousey trained with Natty, uh, much like. Eva Marie trained with Spanky. So, like, that's something everybody's really well and we talk about a lot. So people saw that and was like, well, these two are natural friends because they train together and they, like, do roles Do you in the also ring. think they're doing that so they don't have to put Rousey in a singles match yet? It could be. I, I, I Protect I her a little that. bit. You know, Natty can I carry. Mean, if, if anyone can carry her, I think Natty can, you know. Sure. Again, like, I give her a ton of shit, but she is one of the better technical Well, I think Nia could carry wrestlers. her. Stop it. Come on, Jim. Cut it out. I have a glandular problem. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um... But no, Natty. Natty can can. It also puts really, really like experienced wrestlers on Raw, meaning Natty and like Mickey James. Those kind of sure, yeah, older states women, if you will, that that maybe SmackDown lacks. I mean, outside of like a Charlotte, right? I mean, and if Charlotte's your elder, I mean, I guess Nikki Bella, but she's. I don't even know what her status is. Technically, she's still on the roster, but if you if you take away her, um, you know, Maurice obviously is not in in active competitor um you know your your longest tenured uh you know female superstar is is charlotte um you know so yeah it is kind of the the tale of two divisions there um but i i, I agree with you on that one matt and and, and you know obviously being a, a, a natty fan um you yeah, do it, have the shirt i do i i do have this shirt i wore it on our uh wrestlemania show um, for me, my my best, and 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 I don't look at it as uh, you know some blockbuster, uh, you know trade or whatever that is going to change the face of Monday Night Raw. Zack Ryder. No, stop it! Just stop it. Ryan's over here fist pumping like a chump. Um, now, for me, you because, know it because uh, <laughs> it is it is my hope that with a new new place to call their own that Breezango could maybe finally get something maybe that uh you know is not just and don't get me wrong I love the fashion files I absolutely love the fashion files but I I they, there needs to be more than that you have two of in my opinion the most talented wrestlers on your roster in a tag team right that does nothing but backstage stuff Yes. Like that, that that's a problem. So I think you know there's a lot of potential there, and, and I would like to see them uh, utilize that. Um, my worst, um, uh, Mojo Raleigh and Zack Ryder are they're tied because I just I just don't care. I mean, the Ascension I think makes sense to go to Raw with Authors of Pain. I think those are. Two bigger tag teams that, be. that would be fun to watch. They really shook up the tag team division, man, on Raw. That's yeah, they certainly did. Definitely brought a lot of tag teams. Like, over. Reed, do we have a list of what the Raw tag team division currently looks like? Because I don't. Authors of Pain, Titus Worldwide, um, Bo Dallas and Curtis Axel. If they keep them together, uh, which I think they should, though, you know, with the whole Miz Taraj thing, I, you know, I, 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 
you know, and, and the, the closing match on Raw, um, you know, I, I think they, they told a story as a team uh, really well with, uh, you know, not tagging the Miz in and letting him get his. Uh, you have Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy. You have The Revival. You have Ziggler and McIntyre if they're a tag team. If like, they're a tag team, I'm really, really interested. Um, Brizongo, Slater and Rhino, Owens and Zayn if they work as a tag team, which they have at times, but right. they're not. You know, they're not necessarily officially a tag team. Uh, and the Ascension. So there's there's plenty of teams there. Sure, I just none of them. All right, let's let's get rid of because I don't see them doing Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. So you have okay, yeah. Let's get and we don't know about Ziggler and McIntyre. So you have the Ascension, you have Sl- Slater and Rhino, Brizongo, the Revival. Bray Wyatt and Matt Hardy, um, Titus Worldwide, the Authors of Pain, because we don't know what's happening with with the Mistarage. With, with the Mistarage, right? Um, on paper, the, that's kind of is a, that enough? I mean, the revival hasn't hasn't had a great track record up on the main roster yet. Authors of Pain are too new to tell. Titus Worldwide, I don't I don't know if there's enough oomph behind. Which them. I mean, I guess, but I guess theoretically, the bar could come back. Because they have the match at Greatest Royal Rumble. Oh, okay. Because it's them versus um, is it Bray and Bray and Hardy? I'm Bray I, and I Hardy. fully assume that they're going to win. I can't see them putting the bar back on Raw. Right, I, I wouldn't either. But there's that potential. But yeah, I, expect, I guess okay. That there's potential there. Um, we are the bar. Oh we, God, they're so good. I need to get that shirt. Uh, at some point, but uh, let's see. Let's take a look at what SmackDown got from Raw. They got the Miz. They Jeff Hardy, who is the U.S. champion, correct? Um, which I, I was definitely nervous though when when Jinder came over. I was like, Are they really going to move Rollins? Why would you be nervous about that? I I don't know. I just think I think Rollins works better on Raw. Okay, you got to push those Monday Night Rollins shirts too. That's also very true. <laughs> um, the Miz, Jeff Hardy, uh, Absolution. Samoa Joe, Big Cass, the returning Big Cass, Oscar, The Club, The Bar, and R-Truth. Funny backstage segment, though. It was all right. Uh, and then from NXT, uh, Sanity is up, but only Eric Young, uh, Alexander Wolf, and Killian Dane. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Andrade Cien Almas and Zelina Vega are up. So I really wish Nikki Cross would have came as part of this package. Because I um, really yeah. enjoy Nikki Agreed. Cross insanity. Like I, I do too. Are they going to repackage her? Because I don't think she stands alone I, well I don't, as crazy Nikki Cross without sanity kind of uh, with them. I mean, I, I think it could work. I, I don't think you necessarily need to jump to repackage because I think in in a similar way, not 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 totally um identical, but you had a, a similar situation when Enzo and Cass moved up, but Carmella stayed back. And, I mean, she just, she remained as Carmella, and obviously things have worked out pretty well oh, for her. Fair. So, um, Can we see her come as, like, the replacement of Paige in Absolution? Uh, may, yeah, maybe. Something like that. Um, you know, or does she, you know, does she get a, a bigger push in NXT? God it, damn, it, she just fits so well into Sanity. The whole the she whole does. gimmick and she it has, just fits absolutely so well. does breaks um, my heart. Poor thing. Speaking of broken hearts, Alexa Bliss in a Blue Jackets jersey. Oh, get over it! Broke my heart earlier. You'd be um, a Blue Jackets fan, no time <laughs> flat. Uh, no comment. Um, now we did put out a Twitter poll and a Facebook poll 
Who won the Superstar Shake-Up? This is an easy answer. I can't believe anybody. SmackDown Live on Twitter, 96%, 4% on Raw. Uh, Facebook, a little bit different, though. Facebook's, yeah, yeah. Um, What's going on with that? 29% had Raw, so 71% uh, said SmackDown. I, I, I agree. SmackDown, I think, uh, you know, won the, uh, the Shake-Up, but it... Um, to me, I think it just drew a clear line that Raw is more, I think, the entertainment show. Yep. And SmackDown is like the wrestling show. I mean, you have, you know, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Nakamura, Samoa Joe, um, obviously Owens and Zayn. I, I think sure. you know would fit greatly at SmackDown, but um, but I feel like they've written a lot of those stories already with those two and Daniel Bryan. And I think it's good to kind of cool them off a little bit. I agree. Um, Plus, we're going to get to co-branded pay-per-views, something that we can see some storylines kind of brushing shoulders backstage, maybe something like that, but not actually come to fruition in the ring like it would, um, like we like, would, like, wouldn't have a chance to. I guess in other times because they're all going to be under one umbrella. So that's, absolutely. that's really a cool absolutely, thing and then you know, and I and, and I know that we haven't been, um, or you know, there, there's definitely differing opinions on whether or not the combined pay per view is a good thing or not. I, I, but I think you can you can start to tell some stories. Yep. That eventually get like a big four payoff. Yes. Um, you know, at uh, at some of the at some of these pay per views. So, um. What was the best get for SmackDown and the worst get for SmackDown? Um, I think the worst get would be Absolution because it's it just puts her right back with Paige, yeah. which I'd, I'd rather see those two stand alone. Could they stand alone them? right now? I though? don't. I don't know. I think I think Sonya. I think Sonya Deville could. Um, and I also think Sonya Deville Ronda Rousey is a big four match waiting to happen could be and yep. you had you had yep. that moment yes um, exactly you on had, raw you had the tease for that and i think that that's a story that can be told later on obviously sonya deville at the same time how much i think could you learn by putting them on a roster with somebody like a charlotte or something like that sure um, to do it like the wwe way oh, absolutely you know i think charlotte absolutely. is your stereotypical what ex- exactly what vince mcmahon wants in one of his wwe women uh is, is charlotte uh, I think, I think the, the greatest get and the biggest surprise to me through this whole thing was Asuka. I was shocked when, when she came yeah, out I actually on, was on too. SmackDown. It absolutely shocked me. Uh, Samoa Joe's not a big surprise. I saw a picture of Big Cass there, so that that wasn't a surprise. The bar kind of swerved everybody. Yeah. Because uh, earlier in the day, they tweeted a picture of them flying to, uh, to South Africa for the show. Um, so it was a good indication that they weren't going to be uh-huh. in. So that was that was a, a nice little surprise, uh, and really awesome to see Sanity get called up. I uh, have a lot of excitement for that. Like just think in your head, like Sanity, and then you've also got like the Bludgeon Brothers. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, there, plenty, there's a lot of really really cool things of uh, you know of potential there. And there's there's a lot of these like three people factions that that. Uh, you know, sanity. We got the three people. Certainly, uh, the new day has three people. Yeah, um, which I think stuff like that could actually breathe new life to the new day. Right. You got which I think they desperately need. Yeah, yeah, that desperately need. 
for sure. So uh, that'll be exciting to see that because we can see like six man tags and, and and fun things like that. And uh, you know, you're seeing the Good Brothers kind of reunite now with AJ Styles. Right. That's you an know interesting that one. what happens to Finn Balor. Right, you know, on Monday Night Raw, that you know, there's, there's maybe they cross paths at a pay per view, and you know, little, little friction there, things like that. So, man, it, it, the shakeup's so cool. Yeah, this this year they did it really, really well. That's my take. Really, really well, shakeup. I good, agree. Good Matt, shake up. Matt uh, thoughts there. Um, in terms of best, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can go with this. Uh, I think adding Samoa Joe to the roster is confusing based on his feud, but. Um, I mean, if you're putting him on a roster, that's a good thing. Same with uh, same with Oscar. But I think the one that intrigues me the most is Andrade Cienomis. I'm just kind of curious as to what they're going to do with him moving forward. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways they can go with him, given the long run he had with the title in NXT. And I think that SmackDown is the better roster for he, him to be on at the moment. Um, and then in terms of does the least for me, I'm going to have to go with Big Cass. Like he just, his, he's never really moved the needle for me and putting him on here is just kind of a, a meh move for me. Kind of like, oh, well, Corbin's gone, so let's put Big Cass here to be the other big, That's a good boring, point. who gives a <laughs> shit wrestler. Yeah, I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, coming back from injury and, you know, he was, he was removed from, in, you know, the Enzo and Enzo's gone now and... Um, I mean, do I hope that, that he succeeds? Absolutely. But yeah, that's probably the one that was like, yeah, okay. He's back. Meh. Like, Oh look, Daniel Bryan turned around and you know, there's a big guy and Daniel Bryan short and big cast. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it, are we just going to see like the forced Daniel Bryan have to overcome the big guy thing again? I I guess. And the big guy has to be big like cast. Yeah. Is that, yeah. Um, I think I think one the one I'm I'm most excited about um, is is probably the Miz because I think you're gonna get you're gonna get this Miz Daniel Bryan thing that has been a story that's been told yep. starting you know two years ago so um, you know that that's something I'm pretty excited about. Um, Scott said Big Cass spent those eight months in a tanning bed. <laughs> that's about the truth. Um, Matt, so I, what do you think? What do you think they do with Andrade Cien Almas? Like, who is his first feud going to be? Because they can do one of two things. They can do it right, or he can wrestle Sin Cara next week. <laughs> I I really want to see him go into a feud with Hardy for the, the U.S. title. Oh, that'd okay. be... Okay. Like, right away. I'd like that. Like, yeah, I don't want to see him come out and, like, wrestle Primo Cologne Primo, next week. right, yeah, something. <laughs> like that... That would be bad. That would be bad uh, right out of the gate. Folks, you're listening to Three Count Thursday uh, here on our Facebook page. And also make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes, on Android, and all your podcast formats. Go to threecountthursday.com. Make sure you check out our home network, NGSE Sports, and their sponsor, playqb54.com. If you use the promo code podcast, get 20% off your order at playqb54. You can also check out our Patreon page. Ryan, talk about the Patreon page. Patreon page. Thanks. You're welcome. You're Thanks. welcome. You want to give a little more information? Sure, I can do that. For it's, people that aren't patrons like our friend Scott? Yeah, it's www.patreon.com slash 3 Thursday. That is our uh, Patreon page. You can uh, subscribe there. 
Um, there's different levels of subscription services for you to fulfill. Um, I think it's all at the end of the month, whatever subscription level you are. Um, it's a pay uh, f- format. Uh, whatever you would pay at the end of the month is the uh, the level that you get. We have different things. You can get a as simple as a $1 shout-out uh, on, on Follow Fridays on the Twitter. You can... Uh, get shout outs on the podcast you can get free bonus content every tuesday i record a brief two-minute podcast we also do the post-show pre-show recording that we that, that that's us before we go live frames our show things like that uh i think with tim coming back into the fold back from a land down under he'll be, be more uh, fun there right he'll be probably doing a little something for us on the patreon so five dollars you get all that extra bonus content 15 bucks at the end of the month gets you a uh a signed thank you card from all of us, and an eight by ten of a, of a wrestler, um, former WWE, maybe current WWE, TNA star, something along those lines uh, that we're going to send to you. Plus, you get all of the shit for free that we talked about already. All of it. All of it. Li- all of it. Liberally, you get all of it. <laughs> so it's yeah, going to be great. That's over at patreon.com slash three count Thursday. Also, we have our collar and elbow brand deal. Go to collar and elbow brand.com. Use promo code three count. That's the number three in the word count. For 10% off every order at Collar and Elbow Brand. They just put up a new Job Squad t-shirt. Check that out. Dude, we're going to have to get that. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. I don't wear good. a lot of white t-shirts. But, I don't uh, either. But you wear white jerseys, which is odd. What's for the caps? Yeah. You could just wear the t-shirt for the podcast. I could. I could do that. So Why maybe don't I'll... you wear white t-shirts? Because you're afraid you're going to spill mustard on it. I, I am a sloppy eater, and I'm also fat, so it just makes me look like a sail. That. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm afraid that like he might walk outside in the rain and then it just there's an impromptu. That's true, and then you know, and then you but know, then we all win. Everybody wins, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then cats are getting raised everywhere. Cats are getting raised. Um, but Cesaro's uh, like, damn, look at those nipples, <laughs> bigger than mine. <laughs> we also have our shirts over at whatamaneuver.net. All of that stuff and much, much more can be found at threecountthursday.com. Or www.3countthursday.com. Sure, absolutely. Those are the websites. Which, which, uh, whichever you prefer. Um, any other thoughts on the shakeup and things getting shooken up and everybody's all shook up? Oh, that's it. <laughs> okay. Let me see here. Kelly uh, wants to know when Adam Cole comes up to the acknowledge um, his previous club membership. Uh, if they don't, Corey Graves probably will. <laughs> the club should tease siding with AJ, but this so you wait, hold on, hold on, because that's exciting. Corey Graves said, "Bullet Club, the Bullet Club, not is for Balor everyone. Club, yes. right?" Um, which some people took. I know I don't want to say offense, but people were like, "I don't, I don't think anybody took offense to it." I feel like if you're going to be the guy and you make that comment. And you like wholeheartedly know the difference between the Bowler Club and the Balor Club, even if it's a mistake, and that's all it was. So you, you, I feel like you're definitely putting over the other guys, even if it was by mistake. Right. I think all that—that's all that it was. Like, yes, but I would assume that Byron Saxton makes that mistake, not Corey Graves. I mean, I think we we all we all know that mistakes are capable of being... because then you had to have uh, Michael Cole like you mean. Baller Club, <laughs> the way the way Michael Cole would do it. Right, right. How how does he do it? It's boss time. I don't know what the fuck he does. I just I don't fucking like it. 
Um, I just it's mistakes happen. It and, does. You know, it, it was just it was a slip. Right. It was a bad slip. Right. Um, what a maneuver! <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you a lot. Um, Scott says something about the Blazers. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's a football reference, soccer <laughs> reference. I don't know. Uh, he says Nikki Bella and John Cena are shook. I wasn't even going to bring it up. How could you not bring that I up? I wasn't going to. Are you that much of a WWE homer that you can't bring it up? I just... I, are I, you worried about Total Bellas getting taken off the air, Jim? There's part of me that thinks this might be four. Get the fuck out. Work, 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 work. You think this could be a work? How... How do you think there's not a chance that it isn't? I don't know. It's literally two people who are I feel like in the would... wrestling business yes. and are also on and connected to two different reality. reality shows about the wrestling business. Yeah, you've got okay? a point here. Like, I'm not saying that it definitely is a work, but I'm saying that I, there is, a, to me, a distinct possibility that this is absolutely a work. Okay, I didn't, I didn't. I don't know. I don't watch the Total Bellas or the Divas enough to know. Like, first of all, how's the show still called Total Divas? Like, I thought that was a term that we wanted to die. The term diva. I guess yeah. you can't call it like Total Women of Wrestling. Right. Speaking of which, Glow's coming back. I, I guess I need to watch season. You one. absolutely do. I Jim. know. How could you not watch? I know. It yet? I watched the Andre Doc though. It's so good. Have you watched the Andre Doc? No, I haven't yet. Okay. I'm guilty it's of really that. good. Yeah, but I feel like Glow's been out for I know, a really it's much been longer. Out for a lot longer. Okay. I know. I need to do okay. it. Okay, Matt, you watch Glow, right? <laughs> I watched episode one. Oh, for Christ's sake! <laughs> now, can I be that guy though? Yeah, you you need to be that guy, Jim. Okay. Just do it. Has um, anybody watched Glow on the Facebook feed? Like, tell me I'm not the only one right, that's watched I? Glow. <laughs> I, I was planning like on I, watching the Andre doc this weekend and then, like, doing my write-up for it. It's really that's good. my first. I'm telling I you. I heard it, it's really emotional. Like, it is. A tough, tough watch. It's, it is. It, it, like, there, there's parts that will definitely make you laugh. There's there's stuff that, um, you know, is, is definitely, like, sad, and it makes you realize that, like, you know there there is a reality beyond wrestling that isn't always the best. So um, I, I think there a lot of like fart and shit comments on there about. I guess there, Andre there was, was a segment about Andre's farts. Okay, okay um, that's fair. You know, but uh, that I saw. That's the know, bit of the doc. I right, saw. that was one of the that was one of the the things that was shared. Um, you know, prior to, um, you know, and then that that was one of the funny moments. And I, I think HBO did a really good job at. Uh, and I'm not gonna. I'm not giving anything away. Um, they had Andre's siblings on it. Uh, mean Gene was on it. Hogan, Flair, um, you know, writers. I mean, just, just it, tons of people. Uh, Tim White, former referee. Tim White. Um, that was the, you know really close to Andre. So uh, Tim White, that was, was the one that had like the suicide thing, wasn't right, it? Right. He, he ripped his shoulder out for legitimately in a in a cage match. Got thrown against the cage. Uh, or Hell in a Cell, and had his shoulder ripped out, and then was doing like the lunchtime suicide Jeez. things on WWE.com <laughs> with were. Josh Matt. Absolutely fucking hilarious. Oh, really, though. really funny. Some of the funniest things that I think have ever been done. One of those ones that just doesn't age well in the time oh, God, where we're no. at today. No. Yeah, no. No, like obviously suicide, nothing to joke about. Correct, right. Um, but those those bits, the because jo- <laughs> when he would, he did the one where he like, 
put the brick around his neck and like drowned himself in a fish bowl. Yeah, yeah. Like, was, I mean, it just, yeah. And like the sound effects and they just, it was really funny. Again, yeah. at the time, one of those things does not, doesn't uh, age well. Does at not all. age right. well. But right. if anybody ever needs to talk, just shoot us a message. We're here yeah, for we're, you. It, we definitely right. don't want to give the, the impression. But that also we're... look them up on YouTube because they are hilarious. I don't even know if they're up there. That is something I should probably find out if they are on YouTube. Um, I love the way Scott works because he just randomly messaged us. Roman Reigns is the Nickelback of WWE. <laughs> Look at this. It's kind of, I mean, it's kind of a great point. People said Andre Doc was well, well, uh, well done. Lee says a fun first season of Glow. Devin said yes. Charlie said Glow was really good. Scott doesn't watch that stuff. Scott, go watch Glow. You're going to love it. Uh, he also assumes that uh, Lana makes matches on social media. And I guess that's exactly what happened because the casket match is back on. Yeah, let's talk about let's talk about that. Um, the card as it stands right now. Can't believe they're going to literally bury Rusev. Yeah, here we go again. Come on, come on, uh, internet uh, or uh, wrestling Twitter. Do do your best. Let's see if we can get the match. God, I guess if your wife bitches about it enough, you get your match taken off again. Ridiculous. Um, the 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 card as it stands right now. They have the fifty man battle royal. Uh, excuse me, fifty man Royal Rumble. Um, there was, and, and the winner gets a trophy. Yay! Yay! Trophy. Says the Andre Battle Royal. Although this is Royal but, Rumble format, right? Like this right, is this every is Rumble two format every two minutes uh, in music. So I mean, this is oh my god, get ready for the next long Friday. Call. Next Friday at noon thirty. Oh I believe. my god! Here it's like you know. How long is this show going to be? Um, it's going to be WrestleMania length, isn't it? Uh, probably. Longer, maybe. Well, the great Kali's in it, so that's at least a twenty-two minute entrance. <laughs> Is he? I, at least the note I have. He. Fuck it, just stop the show now. That gig was in. Pop we're me. not going to get better than that. No, giggle. we're definitely not. Um, he's not on my confirm list, although the the new poster. He's on the poster that came out yesterday. He was definitely Charlie on. Charlie wants to know if the trophy's going to be that of women's ovaries. Uh, it will not be. It'll just be no, a two big ball testes because right? there's no you can't no have women, women over there. No. Um. Do they even know what? Never mind. We're going to know. No, just forget the trophy. Um, 50-man Royal Rumble. The confirmed entrance so far that I have are Daniel Bryan, Big Show, Strowman, Angle, Apollo Crews, who got his name back, last name back. This really? Week. When did this happen? I don't know, but it, it's Apollo Crews again. Titus O'Neil, Elias, Goldust, Mojo Raleigh, Dolph Ziggler, Baron Corbin, Chad Gable, Big E, Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, Shelton Benjamin, Sinkara, and Chris Jericho. Um, pretty sure Sin Cara's winning this one. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm also pretty sure that if you are a male who is capable of wrestling in the WWE, there's a good chance you're going to be on this uh, Royal Rumble. Jim's debut. <laughs> Here it comes. Uh, yeah, Riley, my fat ass is getting on a flight to Saudi Arabia. Uh, We've been talking about it for so long. <laughs> it's going to happen. So you would not... If the WWE called you right now, Jim, and said, oh, yeah, hey, fucking we've got a spot. Give me an elephant tranquilizer. Wake me up when my ass gets there. Okay, Damn you right. see, we oh. just want to be knocked out for the yeah. flight. Okay, After that's watching fair. this shit in, that happened in Philadelphia. Okay, yeah. she landed the plane, I'm and well only that. one person died. You're also floating over, the, flying over the ocean. Yeah, but there's, which is a softer landing than ground. Sure it is. Have you ever jumped into a pool? Have you ever fallen to the ground? Which is softer? Okay, I also think when you're falling from 40,000 feet... Water and concrete are about the same. Point. Great point. Um, Styles versus Nakamura for the WWE Championship. Lesnar versus Reigns in a steel cage for the Universal Championship. Jeff Hardy versus Jinder Mahal for the U.S. Championship. 
Um, the Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor versus Samoa Joe, a ladder match for the Intercontinental title. That seems like it could probably get changed in the next week. What was that one? Um, Miz, Rollins, Balor, and Joe. Uh, half of those guys are no longer on Raw. And for, it's for the IC title? It's for the IC title. And I just have Reigns keep it. Or um, Rollins. Rollins keep it. Um, Bludgeon Brothers versus the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. John Cena versus Triple H. Uh, the Bar versus, versus Matt Hardy and Bray Wyatt for the Raw Tag Team titles. And then, yes, it is back on, at least for this week, The Undertaker versus Rusev in the casket match. Yep. There it is. Um... Who wins the Who wins the Royal Rumble? Is there a chance Kali wins it? So then it doesn't really mean anything, and he gets the trophy. Maybe, maybe. Um, What's the trophy? Chris look Jericho. Like? I honestly don't know. I didn't see a picture of it. I know that it was on the poster, but um, the, the trophy was. I think so. Oh, okay. I think there was a, a picture of it. Yesterday, it's like a goodwill trophy of a soccer player. It's <laughs> like here you go. Um, this is a, a thought I had. How are you guys? Um, like what? Like what is this show to you? Is it a network special? I know a lot of people are calling it pay per views, but I think that's just the, the like the word that you say for network special. But do you view it the same as no? I don't. You don't look at it as another pay-per-view. No, I look at it like the show that they did in, like the NXT show that they did in like Japan or whatever. Was that a... So like a glorified house show. Yes. Yes. Like the Brock Lesnar thing. Did they do one at like MSG or something like that? That was ended up being broadcast. Yeah, they did one MSG. They did one in Japan. Yes. A network exclusive show, but not a pay-per-view. Right. Like Pay-per-view or the 12 that we get every month. Starcade should have been. The what? Like what Starcade should have been. Oh, uh, so Devin sent a picture of the trophy, if that's what the trophy looks like. Oh, that's not a bad looking trophy. That's a decent looking trophy. Sure. It's not a bad looking trophy. Yeah, better at all. better than the ovary trophy. The ovary trophy. <laughs> at least it, it, it at least it looks shiny. It doesn't look like that the weird flat like matte paint that they put on the uh <laughs> the WrestleMania trophies. Hang in there, Ryan. Joking. Hang in there, buddy. We're gonna make it. We have like forty minutes left. We can do it. Um, so you kind of look at—that's uh, what I kind of look at: glorified house show network yep, exclusive. Yeah, yeah, that's all I would call it. I mean, didn't some of like the good pay-per-views come back as network exclusives, like Elimination Chamber? That at one time was right. Uh, yeah, uh, Money right. in the Bank as well, right? I feel like that was always Money in the Bank. I think it was always a, a regular. Pay-per-view. But for sure. But what, yeah, but wasn't the first time Owens wrestled Dino was at Money in the Bank, and I thought it was at I thought that was a network exclusive. And then they just put it back into the rotation because thought, they were, were like, why not? See Roadblock Roadblock was a network exclusive and then it became a pay per view the next the next year. That, that should have stayed. <laughs> that's that's true. Uh, they did do the King of the Ring, which I was excited about, and then it that, that might have been what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, it, never did anything with it again. Yeah, which, which, which was uh, Scott says Owen Cena was at the Chamber. Okay, so maybe that's what you were. Uh, okay, but the, yeah. the Chamber was was an exclusive yeah, one, and the then one they, they reworked it. Yes, yeah. yeah. Then they they remade right. it into a an actual pay per view. Um, yeah, I, I just it, it's. 
Yeah, to me, it's just a glorified like there, house like show. I, there, I, there will be title changes. I absolutely think so. Um, what, what titles change hands other uh, than the Raw title? I don't know. I want to wait. I'm going to wait on that that kind of stuff till next week. Cause, oh, okay. Because since it airs next Friday, I yeah. think I'm not. I'm not going to do like the scorecard rundown, but like. I think this card might change again. Okay. By the time we hit next week, sure. So I, I think it'll be better to make those. Type Lana of, might tweet about something. Right. Get, that know. makes sense. You're gonna bury Rusev, uh, but I, don't, I mean, the Undertaker's lost a good bit of casket matches in the past too. So right. uh, I don't know that he. And it's not like it's a buried alive match. This is just which the Undertaker loses every time. Does he really? Pretty much. Didn't know that. Yeah. Every time he goes away and heals up an injury. That makes sense. You know, I, I feel like he he, he yeah. loses the buried alive match. Um, and I, no, I know the casket match is where he ascended to heaven. Correct? That, that yes, was, up that out was of the screen and everything. Match. Um, and I know a lot of people. Um, I've seen complaints about the, the fact that there's um, no women on the show. Um, it, it's it's a cultural thing. Like I I I I, I just you, you can't you can't change everything. You can't change everywhere. I, 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 it just, it is what it is. I mean, this, this is a, this is a business venture. Correct. Like we, like I know we, we as fans view WWE and wrestling differently, but, but at, at, at the meat and bones of it, the WWE is a business and they're getting a lot of money, this partnership, uh, in, in, in Saudi Arabia. So, um, if there's, if that's their culture, I mean, like women, can't drive there i don't believe like or maybe you're just starting to like i it's it's that's a that's a really really fine line to have to walk what's that if you're the wwe and you're you're pro women's revolution and you're and you're you're so for this but you're like hey these guys have an awful lot of money over here and we really want to tap into that market rather than saying like you will come over here but you're going to get our whole product like women included because that's a really big part of where we are in the women's revolution in the in in where we are in our company or say all right we'll keep the women back they belong in the kitchen so we're gonna come over here and we're gonna we're gonna put on the show just for the guys and just 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 including guys because you guys have a lot of money and this is gonna make the company a lot of money in the future but no like when you watch us on tv there's gonna be women so like I don't know if you can't watch women wrestle. Go out and like beat your wife during that time, and then come back and watch the rest of us. Like I feel like they could make a statement here and further women's rights as a whole. But instead of being like, "Okay, get the money," no, but it, like I don't, I don't think that that's necessarily like the WWE's like place or stance. Like if somebody's paying you. You know, for for a for a you know a, a large amount of money in a in a new business deal, um, I you know they kind of can, you know, dictate some things. Okay. Like I, I like I, I I don't I don't think that WWE is doing anything wrong by not having the women on this show because because of what the culture is over there. Okay. Like I I I I, I don't think it's a I, I don't think it's a problem. And if, you know, because uh, I think this is a, I mean, this is a multi-year, um, you know, business deal that they have with them uh, that, you know, over time as the culture evolves, which I think it already has started to, 
that I think eventually you do see women, um, you know, getting getting to wrestle, you know, probably similar uh, attires to what we saw uh, Sasha and Alexa. I forget where that match took place, but, um, but you know, it just right, and that's fine. Like I, I give that concession of a skin thing, but I feel like for them to be like women's revolution, women's revolution, and them not be involved with this is but is that's kind not- of. That's not the WWE's call, though. But it is the WWE's call to go over there and do it. Right. So that that's what it is. They could say, you're going to get it all or you're not going to get it at all. Right. But you you so also, you, so you you also take, don't you become... You take the money, then. From a business standpoint, absolutely. Okay. And I think that you know the, the women in the company probably understand that. Like I'm not, I I don't want to speak for them like directly, but like if I'm if I'm in a situation, um, you know, and, and my company does something that I might not personally agree with, but it's a good business deal for my company to be, you know, better sustained and and, and all of that, then it, it probably does. It's, you know, it just is what I'm it curious, is. It's business. I'm curious what Matt thinks. Um. It's kind of, I mean, I, I understand the logic behind it. It would be cool if the women could be there, but if you're going to that country knowing their cultural rules, you kind of have to play by their rules. Yeah. And uh, I, I think, you know, to me, to me, I think that was the point. Okay. I mean, it just, it seems like they could take the payday and be like, okay, it's worth it to like put the women's revolution on hold whether or not it's their culture or not but i i I don't i don't know that they're necessarily putting the women's revolution on hold this is one show right Right. and i mean like how many people are like i'm not gonna leave work early to watch this i i'll probably catch up to it at some point but it's not like something i'm making the time to like sit and watch as it's happening and I think WWE's aware of that as well. Right in the state. I think, that is I think not Frank right. Boris just joined us, uh, and I think he hits the nail on the head uh, pretty well. He said the WWE needs to be respectful of, to the values of the country that is hosting them. They are there as a guest, not to change their culture. I think that's a great point. Like the, the you know the the WWE you know, the WWE is you know is 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 you know being being paid to. You know, and and you know, and it is a business agreement. If that was part of the business agreement, that is what it is. Um, and Scott, I don't, I don't think he, he says WWE only cares about the money they are getting. I, I don't think that's the only thing they care about. Like, this is a this is part of a business partnership. Um, so yes, there there is definitely money there, but um, to say that, that that's all the WWE cares about, I I, I don't think is is a very accurate statement for the things WWE does um, for charities and, and things all year, every day uh, between make a wish and, and, and all the different things to do Connor's cure and all of that stuff. Um, I think the WWE has, has proven themselves, you know, to, to be, um, you know, to, to be more than just about money. Um Frank likens it to this, and I think it might be a little bit different. He says, if you go to someone's house and they have a no-shoes policy, do you wear your shoes anyhow because you don't agree with it? 
okay. I think it, it, sure. it's a little different, but it, I, I see where I see where he's going, and and I just I, I just think that's the thing. Like the the, the WWE is not the WWE's place, in, in my opinion, to try and change an entire country's culture or or, or to make that that stand. I I don't see it as their. I just de- feel like if, if women are part of your product. You either buy my product or you don't buy my product. You know what I mean? That that's my way of, of looking at it. I sell you this or you don't get it. But how is the how is the product? Again, I'm not saying this is the same. Then but let's let's no. say uh, like a Nazi Germany. I can come over and wrestle, but I can't bring my Jewish wrestlers to your country uh, because that's your culture. So my so my Jewish wrestlers have to stay back, but I can bring the rest of the roster. I, I mean, I, I see what you're saying, but I mean, if and it it is a little bit differently, a little bit different, but um, you know, I mean, it, it if that's the deal that you make, that's the deal you make. Um, so, Ryan, your argument is that WWE should have just said it's all or nothing with this, like we I get mean, to put on women's matches too, or I guess maybe there's don't get our an event in your country? I guess there's an opportunity that we will run a show here and then eventually we would like to work our women competitors onto a show, whether it's a match. You know, I don't think they're ever going to, like, put on a full women's card or anything like that there. But if it's a let us come in or or we're going to come in and, and we will host this greatest Royal Rumble show, but eventually we do want to incorporate our entire roster into shows, and that's part of an agreement that I wouldn't know about, then I would be okay with that. To to knock the, break the door down with this one or whatever, and then in the future um, in, incorporate your full roster. But they have broken barriers like that before. Wasn't it just in like Saudi Arabia that was it Sasha and Bailey got to wrestle, and they were like the first two females to wrestle in that country? It was Sasha and Bailey or Sasha and Alexa, one of the two. Sasha and Alexa. Um, yeah, okay. absolutely. And and I guess that's kind of what I was hoping for more out of this. And if that's somewhere, okay. like I said, if we get there, then that's great. Well, I also wonder, too, because I, I, I wonder. Um, but that was like a house show. Like, this is a televised event. So right. Maybe yeah, it's this like is... a baby steps thing. Like, Well, and I also wonder how the like, product televised in... Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Okay, but I also wonder how how they absorb the product as a whole in in, in general. Like, you know, do do they? Because I assume they're that they're not getting a a live Raw and a live SmackDown. Um, I'm wondering if when when the product is presented to them, if the segments with women are cut out. Okay. And that's that, that's something that, I, I don't know. That. Sure, and that's something I don't know. I I, I think it is. It is easy. It is easy to judge a, a, a different culture through our culture's eyes. Like we don't, we don't. I, I don't know um, what the culture really is like in Saudi Arabia. Correct. I, I don't, don't. I don't know either. Um, I mean, half of me assumes they all just ride camels. Half of me assumes it's much like where we live in. Like you know, I, I don't know. I legitimately don't know. Um, and I'm not even being funny. I don't know. No, I, I have, I have. Um, Do they ride camels there? 
I do, don't. Do I know? don't know. Okay, Matt, do I, you know? Do they ride camels there? I'm assuming somewhere they do. Um, so maybe we. I should have researched Saudi Arabia a little bit more because I assume it's all just desert and shit. No, I think there's like cities. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure this is in like a city. Okay. In um, a building yeah, in a city a, with. It's not a hundred percent just sand. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably is really hot there, but I, I think they have like roads and and houses and things. Okay. You know, it, it is, you know, so I, uh, you know, and, and there's, there's friends of mine that, that know, know people who are from India and even though they live here, they have a more, the, the, even their, their culture within their home is more of that of from being in India where the women are more, um, like servant to the male. So like, you know, like, you know, the husband doesn't have to, uh, you know, get up to get a drink okay, or things like that. Whereas, you know, you know, we, if we see that, we're like, my God, my wife would kick my ass. Right. If I was sitting downstairs and she was upstairs doing something and I was like, Hey, I need a drink. You got to come down and get me a drink. Right, you know what I mean. She she come a bit down, more possession than she'd come right. down and probably hit me with, in the face with a golf club, <laughs> you know, like get off your fat lazy ass and get yourself a drink, sure. like you know. So, I, I, I to me, I, I just don't I just don't think it's it's the WWE's place to try and change the culture in one of an entire country in one wrestling. Okay, show. all right, that's fair. All right. A lot, of, lot of, of comments, get obviously. Get off your fat, lazy ass. Did, did, we, did you guys talk about the Roman Reigns lazy fat ass promo? Oh, I did not. Oh, I was no, watching the game. skipped okay. right over that. Um, I, yeah, I did, not, I did not touch on that. But Let me get through some of these comments real quick, yeah, and then we can them. cycle back. Um, Scott says, do you think that the WWE should maybe put a women's show on, a, a house show or like a Ring of Honor style all-women's pay-per-view to supplement that? Oh, you like in the states? Um, no, no. To go over there and force them. I to know. Watch that, right? Okay, yeah. I, I was like, wait a minute. No, I don't uh, think that'll uh, work at states. all. Um, I mean, they could, but we have the May Young Classic two coming up in a couple of months. Uh, that's fair. You know, yeah, so I, mean, I wouldn't be opposed to it, but I don't think they necessarily have. Yeah, to. I don't think they have to. If they do that, you're tuning in though. Absolutely. To an all women's yeah. absolutely show. Okay. Yeah. Um, Scott's uh, said they're pushing the agenda for women's movements, but they didn't put them on the roster. Um, he finds that a bit hypocritical, kind of what I was saying in the beginning. Um, then he asks, is Cena, Triple H, a double shovel burial match? Uh, that one might be. <laughs> That's pretty. Um, maybe. <laughs> everybody loses. Yeah. Everybody. Uh, right, everybody. Just everybody loses. But somehow Rusev and Bray Wyatt lose the most. Uh, Lou says <laughs> yeah. there seem to be a lot of maybe political or social statements uh, through Mania. Um, Scott says they could put out a statement and said, hey. I don't know that there was a lot of them. I mean, I think he's probably speaking about the the Balor Club is for everyone the, with the rainbow shirt and the, you know, the proceeds going to – which they didn't even, like, really talk about that on WrestleMania. But if you went and saw what the shirt was. Right, well, the Bullet Club's for everybody, so. The, Bullet, the, Bu- the Balor Club. Or the Balor Club. Balor Club. You mean Balor Club. Um, It's – Boss time. Oh, God. The way he does that, it just bothers me. That's, that's uh, almost as bad as Michael Mama Cole's Mia. almost become like a a, just a sound caricature sound of himself. Like, I used to, I, he, and when he can just call wrestling, 
I think he's still very good. I agree. Yes, but yes. he it's he's he's like a walking advertisement. Um, Scott says they shoved the women's revolution down our throats, uh, but they're not being put on a big show. It seems disrespectful and backwards. Uh, Frank says about respecting the the other country's culture. So it's kind of torn on this. Uh, yeah, I, Charlie says truly it's a catch twenty two. Uh, it's their culture, and you want to respect that, but at the same hand, you want to showcase your entire product. That's probably the best way to sum it up. Is that it is a catch twenty two that. Right, but again, we we're we're going to be watching this. This comes on at at noon on a Friday in the states. Um, you know, we are going to watch this watch this product, and you know, we're we're viewing it through the eyes of oh, this is WrestleMania Part Two or Hal Show, uh, you know, Network Special, whatever. Um, we're we're view, we're 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 still looking at this show through the eyes of an American fan. This show is so we're looking at it like WrestleMania Part Two. Some people are right. I am not. I I, I don't think that this is supposed you, you, to supplement WrestleMania. You are looking at it as a standalone network special house show. Okay, this is a network exclusive special. But like the the uh, you know th- this is being presented to. And four specifically, right. an audience in a different country with a different culture. Correct. Like the, you know, like so, put it this so way. So Lou, Lou, Lou asked this then, and then he says, "You keep saying like business agreement." Uh-huh. I think that's a term that you had said. Um, but the business is deciding to take money from a country that chooses to not respect women the same way we, as the United States, would respect women. Um, that sometimes principles cannot weigh money, and it looks like they're choosing money in this instance. They, they, they are as a business decision. They are choosing the money, even though this country does not hold women's rights the same level that we in the United States hold women's rights. Right beyond yes. beyond a but they are a worldwide company. Correct. They are not. They like yes. They are. They are based in Stanford, Connecticut, but they are a worldwide company. Okay. You know that, mean, we're that, agreeing that, that they're that, making the business decision, and money is involved with that. Obviously, absolutely right. Is absolutely correct. But here, like, here's the thing too: like New Japan, All Japan Wrestling. Yes, their show is presented to the Japanese audience. Correct. It is a very different product than American wrestling. There are a lot of American wrestling fans that don't care for Japanese wrestling product. Like this, this show is being presented to the Saudi Arabia audience. Okay, you know what I mean. Like right. the, the the reason Charlie says it's very similar to what Phoenix, Arizona looks like, and I've never <laughs> been there, so I've never been to Phoenix. I also assume Phoenix, Arizona is just all fucking deserts. Um, like that clip from Star Wars, which is a bunch of fucking sand but everywhere. Like what? What was our not not necessarily complaint, but what was the thing that? Um, was the biggest difference the first time we watched Wrestle Kingdom to what we're used to watching? It was an watching. audience thing. It was the, an audience thing. They, they were respectful. They, they were respectful. They were quiet. They, they they clapped. They cheered a little. But also, there was no backstage promos. Correct. There was no like story. It was match to a match to a match to a match for four and a half hours. Correct. Right. Match would end. They'd go off you know, to the they'd left. Go off Somebody's a, already right. coming down. Yes. New people are already coming it in. It seemed, yes. Um, you know, but I'm not saying that they're doing anything wrong or presenting anything wrong. It's just that's how their 
product is presented. This Correct. show is being presented. I get it's a WWE show, but this Correct. is being presented for specifically this like this the Saudi audience. Okay. All right. That that's that's how I look at it. Um you got really close to to comparing things there and no, we don't no want we don't want to go down that No, route. we don't want to compare. Absolutely not. Uh Scott wants to know do you think Brock Lesnar guy and Green Shirt guy show up in the front row of this one? Um, they they probably could because I'm still convinced those people are. Will paid. Frank the Clown be there? If he is, I hope they leave him there. <laughs> I'm I'm uh, I'm convinced those guys are actually like actually get paid by the WWE anyway, so it wouldn't surprise me if they're there. I'll say uh, that. Okay, I I, I wouldn't be. Sh- shocked. I, I I don't I don't think they will be, but I wouldn't be shocked if they are. That's, I'll I'll leave it at that. Um, God, green shirt guy, khaki hat. Everywhere. You can't unsee it. Um, All right. So Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Obviously, with The Miz coming to SmackDown Live, there's potential for that match and that feud to finally take place. Um, It was announced on Tuesday that on the upcoming UK tour, Daniel Bryan will be taking on The Miz. (laughs) I know where this is going already. Event dates for their matches are May 16th in Liverpool, May 17th in Newcastle, and May 18th in Sheffield. These are all non-televised events. Um, There was... One person in particular, but uh, I, I saw a couple others that were in agreement on this, that the WWE is maybe jumping the gun a little bit um, by putting Daniel Bryan and The Miz together uh, this early because you, you should have the feud play and you know play itself out. Um, the way I view it is, it's a house show. That show is presented for the people in that building right um and wwe regularly for years forever has um you know had matches with guys who will eventually be on a tv feud yes like there's nothing wrong with wwe putting these putting the miz versus daniel bryan on three house shows in england now do they present these differently for the english crowd and are women allowed to wrestle there uh, I think they're allowed to wrestle in England, yeah. Okay, wasn't sure. Um, yeah, Jim, you were so good with this troll on Twitter. I have to come. I really, really have to. to, to I'm. He was quote tweeting the hell out of you. And, I, and you what just, did I do? And you just kept responding to the quote tweet and did quote tweet him back once. And I just I'm so proud replied. of you. Replied. I'm so proud I of you. Just Jim. replied that I, I. You know, that's all I want to talk about with that. <laughs> it's how you handled the Twitter so well. I'm right. like, this motherfucker keeps quote-tweeting us. Right. Oh, Jim's into a fight. But he's not quote-tweeting back. Like, here's the Great thing. Great job, Big the, Jim. The, the, best, the best way, I, I, I think, the, the best way to handle Twitter is if you want your followers to be engaged with something that you saw, is you do one quote retweet. Yes. And, and then, then after that, yes. then you go reply. Right. Jim, oh, God damn it. It's like we've turned a new I've, leaf. I've grown. I'm so proud of you. I've grown. I've, got, really I've gotten better. Yeah, but they've done this for years. They right. they run it on the house shows and they move it to TV. Yeah, Not but they're ruining deal. the feud. What That's feud? I kept saying they're ruining it by putting it. No, he, and, right. his whole thing was the fact that people are going to tape it and people are going to put it on, put it on Twitter. I said, right. don't fucking watch it. Right, choose not to watch it. Then even people have been putting match stuff on on Twitter and Facebook for years. You know how many matches I've watched from house shows on on Twitter? What segments of house shows or actual house shows? From house shows, like people, you know, are at a house show, they take their phone and they, you know, oh, it's, you know, Chris Jericho showed up at this, this house show and they filmed the match right. on there. I'll see like the, 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 oh, Jericho showed up on a house show. That's or, cool. Oh, Rollins hurt his knee. 
on that Kane right. thing you, at a house you show. Know, you know that. how many matches I've watched on Twitter uh, that a fan has filmed at a house show? Zero. Yeah. Because the WWE is not making money off of that. And you're well, loyal to Well, actually, that's a great point. That, See? That is a great point. Um, but, no, I'm, I just... If it's at a house show, like I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm, I'm just, I'm not looking on Google or not Google, on Twitter for matches from a house show. Right, I agree. And I'm I just agree. not. Like I just wanted to fight with yeah. you, and I, I, I kept my composure. Well, that's my opinion that they're ruining it, and you're like, yeah, but it's my opinion that they're not. Right. And here's like, the reason. He's like, well, I know that's how they book things. Like I'm not an idiot. Never. But then you're you're literally saying you're angry about it, but that's how they do it. Yeah, right, Jim. You you did really well, Jim. You really did. All right, thank you. Um, <laughs> we have a little bit of time here left. Uh, superstar Billy Graham is apparently not a Ronda Rousey fan. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, I just uh, I had a little chuckle. I saw this earlier today. Um, on Reverend his... Billy Graham. Yeah, well, he no, passed I away. I, say, think. I think he. I oh, think he he's did. gone. I think he's not with us anymore. Superstar Billy Graham. He was also not a big. Ronda Rousey fan though was he not? Right. He was a big yeah. Holly Holm fan. I remember. <laughs> he was yeah, much here. He was much more to Holly Holm. <laughs> um, he um, he bashed both the WWE and Rousey for her using ra- the rowdy nickname, uh, as well as speculation on. Wait, wait, stop! You, th- you mean like the thing that Roddy Piper like gave her the permission to do yeah. and was like. I want you to do this, and Colton like showed up with the jacket for her to wear. Okay, okay. This is this is what superstar Billy Graham uh, wrote on Facebook. Quote, First go. of all, to the fan who wrote, I find Rhonda's use of Piper's gimmick nauseating. You, my brother, are dead on, my man. I find it a total insult and absolutely reveals that she does not have an original thought in her head. Damn, can't she be original at anything? This shows how shallow she is. And by the way, I'm a fan of females being in the main event. I feel like like that's just like I'm not actually a sexist asshole. I'm a fan of this. I just don't like Ronda. Um, he follow he then followed the co- that comment by uh, stating why he posted a picture of Amanda Nunez kicking her ass in 48 seconds. Whatever. Um, he then addressed a report from Meltzer, which stated that there was a rumor going around by WWE officials that Triple H was going to tap out to uh, to Rousey's armbar. Oh, I got to go to my second page. Uh oh, second page. Uh, what Miss Lousy was going to make H tap out? This is direct quote, by the way. I didn't, I didn't uh, make this up. Put on your tinfoil hats, folks. Miss M- Lousy was going to make H tap out. That would have been received as well as a cement truck full of pig shit being dumped on the Mania Thirty Four fans. God, folks, what is WWE thinking? Rousey is n- not a god of some kind, but a mere female. UFC failure that flat got, got her flat ass kicked twice on the way out. Now this is nauseating. I demand that you fans respond to this crap. The WWE is trying to lay on you by even thinking about her making Triple H tap out. God, this makes me sick. Scud of the nail on the head. Billy Graham versus Ronda Rousey, thirty-five. Let's book it. There it is. Book it. Um, he is a uh, WWE Hall of Famer. He was inducted in two thousand four, but his relationship with WWE. Has uh, not been so well. Uh, to uh, an, uh, to acquire money to assist with complications from a liver transplant, he sold his Hall of Fame ring on eBay, getting over ten thousand dollars. He's also heavy, have heavily criticized WWE's selection of Hall of Fame inductees, particularly Pete Rose, because of his legal issues. And Abdullah the Butcher quote, where every match he has to cut himself or cut his opponent, 
and he's just obsessed with it. Uh, in the 2013 interview, Graham revealed that his relationship with Vince McMahon is horrible and severed forever, despite not remembering the root of why their relationship soured. <laughs> I can't remember why I'm pissed off at you, but fuck you. That sounds about right. That sounds about right. I, yeah. I just It gave me a chuckle, uh, that one. Um, did you check out uh, something else to wrestle with at all, Ryan? I have not yet. No, I had to uh, had to work late last night, and I started this morning uh, at five, so Ooh. didn't get a ton of sleep. I'll probably check it out tonight after the show because I just got tomorrow off. Oh, that's nice. I took a Friday off. That's nice. Yeah. Um. I mean, it's I I I I watched. I didn't watch the whole thing uh, yesterday, but um. I mean, it's it's. Is it anything special? Is it? It's the podcast. Um. But you just see Bruce and Conrad. Oh, that's it. Yeah. I mean. Kind of like for, what we do here. For a fan of the show, it, it's cool because you get to see, you know, Brucey brings up the, uh, the, um, masks. Like the, the masks. Okay, so like what he did on the live show. Yeah, kind of. Now, was he overly animated with this? Uh, a little bit at times. Like more than, like, I feel like the show has kind of cooled off on like the doot doot doots and the you knows and the things like that. Or maybe they just moved away from those characters um, as heavily as they did in the first I don't know. Thirty episodes. I mean, it's it's a, it's kind of a standard episode. Okay, I'll just right. say that. Um, the last thing I have earlier today, Pro Wrestling Sheet uh, reported that Harry Smith, aka Davy Boy Smith Jr., is wanted by police in New Orleans due to an incident in which he threw coffee in Jake Roberts' face at WrestleCon. I heard about this. Uh, a rep for the New Orleans Police Department uh, tells Pro Wrestling Sheet uh, the New Orleans Police is investigating a simple battery incident that occurred on April seventh. In the 500 block of Canal Street, the victim told police that at about 11 a.m. he was signing autographs at the location when he was approached by a known subject later identified as Harry Smith. The victim told police he attempted to shake hands with Smith, at which time a verbal argument ensued. Smith then allegedly threw a cup of coffee at the victim's face and fled the scene. No major injuries were reported by the victim. Uh, police say Harry is wanted for battery in connection with the incident and ask that anyone with additional information contact the New Orleans Police Department 8th District Detectives. It is worth noting that Smith had already admitted to the battery incident in an interview with WrestleZone.com. The wrestler told WrestleZone that Roberts refused to apologize for negative comments that he made about the British Bulldog and Harry's father and refused to step outside to settle their difference in a fight. Smith says Jake told him to fuck off at that point, so he threw the coffee in his face. If there's one thing... Wrestling! If there's one thing we learned from Andy Kaufman and Jerry the King Lawler... What did we learn? You can say whatever you want, but you cannot throw coffee. You cannot. And David Letterman told us that. Letterman did. He clued us into that. Wow. Okay. I don't know what... I don't know what the... uh, what Jake had said about the British Bulldog. But if you're if you're Harry Smith, are you really gonna like what is the, what does that get you to 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 beat the hell out of Jake the Snake? If it's like I mean, is it just is it vindication pride, for the family? Like is, that... is it how much pride do you have if you're beating up Jake at in twenty eighteen? Like, I I don't I just I don't I don't Jeez, see we're it. We're gonna shit on Jake real I'm hard. I'm not trying aren't to we? shit on Jake, but like 
I mean, look, look, look at Jake today. Look at Harry Smith today. Right. No, that's a good call. You're I mean, right. Like, You're I mean, right. Harry, Harry was born in '85. He's the same age as me. He'll, he's, he'll be 33 this year. I feel like Jake could kick your ass, though, Jim. Jake could absolutely kick my ass. <laughs> so the I'm age, not, I'm not saying the age that. isn't the thing. No, it's not the age, but it's just the physical stature of, of okay, that's you know, of, of Harry. So, like, the, I am curious. You or Jake Robertson a fight? Who do you really think Jake would win, or do you feel like you could like who me versus Jake? Yes, I I think I'm I I don't know. I just almost want anyone to watch. I don't want to watch this. Can we book it? Can we find a way to do this? Like I'm not talking like a wrestling match. I'm You're, talking like you and him just throwing down, just throwing down. I don't. Uh, I honestly don't know. Right? Like ring psychology doesn't really matter in a fight. He's not going to be like whispering no. real close and <laughs> getting you in here, um, and hooking you. I mean, I, I I'd say he probably has a pretty good chance to. I've, I've never fought anybody, so okay. I just feel like we'll see this on like an indie show somewhere, and Jake versus D H Smith, and it's all work. It, it certainly could be. I mean, it's it's wrestling. Quack, quack, right. quack, 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 quack. I mean, I don't know why you want a hot coffee thrown in your face just to to tell a story. Was it I, I, was I, it cooled I, off? That's what coffee? I wonder. How how hot was the coffee? Because coffee can get hot. Like I've spilled coffee before. I don't even drink it, but it's I was gonna hot. say, where have you spilling coffee? I used to work around food. Okay. All right. Okay. Matt, have you ever thrown coffee in somebody's, <laughs> somebody's face? I have not. Okay, we're well, not was... I'm not trying hard enough, I guess. <laughs> no, you're not. You're not. What did you say about Ursula, my dog? Shh. <laughs> um yeah, huh. so I I just I a couple of things I found that amusing anyway today. Scott said it was probably cold coffee, which I don't get. I'm not a cold coffee guy. Uh, I like iced coffee. I do not like a a hot cup of coffee that has gone cold. Right. But I do enjoy an iced coffee. Now, Matt, are you a coffee drinker? I am. Do you prefer the cold coffees or the hot coffees? I usually go with hot. But a cold coffee every once in a while is fine. Okay. Like I um I bought a mug warmer. Okay. That is on my desk at work so that um you know if I get busy doing something my my cup of coffee does not get cold. Okay. It stays hot. Like one day this week I hadn't drank my cup of coffee. Right. My one cup of coffee and uh you were just so busy like stapling papers and Yep. Flurp de derp, flurp like that. I don't, I don't know what you do at work. Um, I assume you have a stamp. And it was about, and it like, was about four forty, and I'm like, oh, I have a piping hot, fresh cup of coffee. Didn't it get stank after a while of just sitting there? No, no, I have a lid on it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. I okay. put a little lid. I thought on it was like mug. a mug of coffee. Yeah. What well, is a is a regular mug? But I put a lid over. I didn't. The, okay. I didn't know a lid mug. fell onto it. Okay. So yeah, it, it keeps it nice and fresh. Did you drop um, your pencil in there by accident? You're like, ah, shit. Scott asked if we've been to Shady Maple lately. No, I no, I have been, not. Scott. Uh, and he says it's he t- he says it's going to snow on July 4th. If it snows two days before my fucking birthday, I'm moving. Jim's birthday, July 6th. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking moving. I'm getting out of Pennsylvania. If it snows on July 4th in Pennsylvania, I'm out. He's I'm, out. I'm folks. out. I'm out. I don't know where I'm going. But I'm out. Jim, I feel like for your birthday, I want to buy you like a Mojo Raleigh autograph or something like that. That sounds like something you would do. Uh, all right. We do we for Christmas. Like We <laughs> buy each other shit that nobody actually wants. It's kind of the gimmick that we play. Or, or the uh, 
the cheapest of the of a set of Funko Pops that I have to search out the really expensive ones. On. That was a smart business. Yeah, plan that. There by um, the funny thing was that the the day I was like, when because Matt had given me that clue, and I was like, what series could he buy me the cheapest one of? And I probably the Eva Marie. And I think no, that's the one I bought Mark. And I think I <laughs> I think I even said that. I, I he probably bought me the mod from the Big Lebowski because I'm gonna have to at least at least add the dude and Walter. Yeah, I got into a conversation about that at work with somebody who's never saw the Big Lebowski, and I felt like you guys. I was like, "How have you never seen? You need to go watch the Big Lebowski. It's a classic." And then I'm like, "Wait a minute." I have been told this at every corner of my like movie watching life, and I'm like, nope, I can't be that guy. And I'm 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 making somebody go back and watch The Big Lebowski. Did yeah. he then give you the no? I can't I can't be that guy. He said, hasn't that movie been released for like ever? It's and been I'm out like, for a long time. For a bit. I, it probably has a few like anniversary ones, like tenth anniversary. Now, movie. Ryan. Do you consider The Big Lebowski a sports movie? Oh, boy. I do not. I consider it more of a rug movie. It's more of a movie about rugs than it is about sports. Okay. It's true. The plot is circular around the rug. If it was more around but bowling, I, then yes. I feel like bowling is such a large part of the film that if someone was like, my favorite sports movie is The Big Lebowski, I wouldn't be like, hold on a second. Uh, I think you have to put Kingpin more sports. I'd, pr- than I'd probably, I'd, absolutely. I'd probably question it. I, I, if somebody made a, if they made a decent enough, if they presented their case well, I'd probably allow it. Um, but I, I'd probably at least, I'd probably at least throw a flag up. Like I could see, I could, I could see how you could make an argument. I how per- have you not seen any other sports movie? That the Big Lebowski is your favorite sports movie. But here's the thing: like, if they love the Big, I mean, I see where you're going. But if they love the Big Lebowski, right? And they, you know, maybe they're huge. Maybe they're bowlers. Then I think you have to go with Kingpin. So they make that connection, but maybe they just well, I like. Mean, do you prefer Kingpin to Lebowski? No, absolutely not. On their own? No, absolutely okay. not. Right. No. So so if so if I'm a bowling fan, and I'm going to pick between the two movies i'm gonna pick the big lebowski that's true correct you're accurate the king kingpin's a bowling movie first and foremost so that would be an easy sports film but if someone was like my favorite bowling movie is the big lebowski i wouldn't be like have you seen kingpin i would say okay that's fair my favorite bowling movie is big lebowski but I still wouldn't consider that a sports movie, if that makes any sense. Well, but if it's a bowling movie, then wouldn't it be a sports seen movie? Alley Cat Strike. I mean, clearly my favorite sports movie is the field goal kicking, garbage picking <laughs> Philadelphia phenomenon. Well, who's isn't? I mean, that's everybody. uh, everybody's, everybody's. That's the that's the response. Everybody. Invincible is a great oh my sports God. film. Uh, got any more? They're releasing, uh, I believe, this week, maybe last week, the Blu-ray of the Super Bowl winning Philadelphia Eagles. That came out. So if you want to classify that as a movie because it's on a Blu-ray release, that could that could count. Now, would you classify The Wrestler as a sports movie? I would. Okay. 
the or new, is that a sports entertainment? Is movie? oh, <laughs> there you go. Is Happy Gilmore a sport movie? Is that is that a sports yeah, movie? sports yes. comedy? Yeah. Okay, a sports comedy. Okay. See the thing, like I like I even I even break up sports movies to like ser- you know serious or or based on a true story sports movies right. and sports comedies because like. You I know, Slapshot whole... and Mystery on Ice. Right. Or not Mystery on Mi- Miracle on Miracle Ice. Miracle on Ice. Mystery Alaska is also really good. But, like, those are three, those are in, like, three different genres even or sub-genres of sports movies. Okay, you're a big hockey fan. What's your favorite hockey movie? Slapshot. Really? Uh, without a o- doubt. Over Miracle? Over the Mighty Ducks? That surprises me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> over both of those. Over, okay. What's your favorite movie? On Over ice. Goon. The Goon is good. The Goon. Slap I do Shot like two. Goon a lot. Slapshot 2 is awful. That had, that had one of the Baldwin yeah, brothers, I, I didn't it? That had Stephen Baldwin. Life. The bad Baldwin <laughs> The bad Baldwin. And then they made a third one. What about Cool Runnings? I like Cool Running. Oh, that's a solid movie. All right. That's a good one. Sports movie, yeah. Okay. You would consider that a sports movie, right? Cool Runnings? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Over the Big Lebowski, yes. <laughs> I feel like this would be a great. I feel like my Big Lebowski. This, just, this probably should be one we put on Patreon. This, just this I feel like is a is a is a great Patreon categorize show. sport movies. The, yeah, this for is, a half this, an hour. Yeah, I think that, that we need to do that at some point. Um, because I'm game with that. Now yeah. I need to know: is radio a sports movie? Then before we yes, or is radio is to me it is yeah okay, okay. It's also a radio movie. Radio. So then, there must be like a very fine line for you guys, because Lebowski would be like. See, I wouldn't. I would line. not consider like... Radio a sport movie, because Radio himself did not play the sport. It, it evolved, but football. see, but see that Radio falls into that that subgenre of the based on a true story. Like, but it, to me, it is a sport movie. Okay, but did, did he play the sport though? No, he didn't. I no, don't, I don't but remember. he was okay. on the he was like on the sideline. So a lot like a lot like Rudy then, right? A lot like Rudy. What? A, no, we're done. We're done. Ryan insulted Rudy. We're done here. We're done yeah, here. I, I was did. sitting on that for like fifteen we're minutes. Long we were talking. I'm like, I want to bring up. I want to bring up radio. We are done here. That's fair. <laughs> Matt, who is the woman of the week? Woman of the week this week is Anna Teresa. Give her a follow. It's on our Instagram page at. Recount Thursday. Training at the Monster Factory under Danny Cage, so you know there's promise there. So check that out. Scott just said Rudy is awful. I, I just thumbed up it. I think we need did, did we yeah, we didn't we block him yet? We haven't blocked him. All right, Matt, we will uh we'll talk to you next week, bud. All right, sounds good, guys. So we're gonna have to come up with a time where we can all sit down and discuss yeah. this whole sports. Yeah, movie without thing. a doubt, it, that and, sounds and like make a fun a whole one. Giant Patreon page. Maybe Tim Taylor can join us for that. Yeah, I think Tim. Maybe we'll get intern Mark. Maybe we'll get intern the whole Mark. gang together. Um, at intern some point. Mark talking movies that just oh shit. <laughs> yeah, that- <laughs> this Patreon thing lasts three and a half hours later, and he's still talking about like Ernest plays soccer or something like that. Yeah, that could or Airbud. Airbud. Not the first one either. He's probably like Airbud like seventeen. The one where he's, he's playing basketball. <laughs> he's playing badminton. <laughs> That's funny. So you, you got it at Roots next to Mount Broccoli. Oh look, he has a birdie in his mouth. <laughs> um Mount Broccoli. <laughs> all right. We uh, Turn Mark liked porkies.
This is totally derailed. It has derailed. Um, I mean, who didn't like Porky's though? Uh, all right, we uh, we appreciate everyone following along with this show. We appreciate Andy Weinberg uh, calling in. Obviously, yeah, a, a, a very serious, um, you know, discussion there with Andy about uh, about his personal interaction and, and knowing uh, Bruno San Martino who passed away this week. Again, our thoughts are with uh, you know everyone that knew him, and of course his uh, family and friends. Um, but we will we uh, will be back next week. 9.30 Eastern Time here on our Facebook page on Thursday night. Head over to NGSCSports.com, Spreaker iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app. Search NGSC. Check out their sponsor, PlayQB54.com. Use promo code PODCAST for 20% off your order. Make sure you subscribe to us. Follow, you know, you're subscribed to us on Patreon and, and uh, you know, helping us grow the show and uh, do even more than we do right now. Follow us on social media. Buy our shirts. Check out our uh, collar and elbow deal and much much more at threecountthursday.com pay attention to the Facebook page and our uh, Periscope and Snapchats and all that because you might see some stuff from the NXT show tomorrow night in Bethlehem so check that out until next week guys stay safe stay smart and go for the pin <laughs> <laughs>